You've heard of computer sex, but is there really such a thing? Absolutely. Having sex with an online partner is easy to learn. I'll show you how to reach a cyber sex climax. We'll also visit others who have mastered the art of one-handed typing. So let's get started. So I'm just kind of going to get a general idea of who's here, what's going on. Now let's see if we can find someone interested in having a little cyber sex. I'm going to put, I'm very horny. And I'm looking for some good cyber sex. Are you interested? Okay, and click send and wait for a response. And he puts yes with lots of S's. the name of that movie about that Irish whore on Christmas? The Irish whore on Christmas. Yeah, what was uh, What was the name of that? Oh, Home Alone. What was that? Who was a French whore in Home Alone? No, no, no. It was about no, no, no. white people. No. Home Alone. From Winnetka. Home Alone. That's pretty good. See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that one's better if you like a uh, you read it. It's it's sort of like a text-based joke right there. No, you got to stop and take your time to enjoy it, you know? Smell the roses. You don't you don't trust our recording devices? No, I'm st- I'm staring at them right here. You're just going to keep uh, looking at it. Fun movie to watch on Christmas. Speaking of Christmas movies, uh-huh. Gremlins is always a big big choice. We got we got some Gremlins in the machinery here recently. Yeah. They got into our Multiple tech problems last week that ended in just a podcast not happening because we had a bunch of corrupted files and whatnot. Ironic that uh, the the month we're celebrating Christmas by watching cyberpunk movies that there'd be problems with our you know our tech right here is what's going on. Ghost in the machine. Yeah, could there be? I don't know. I never did saw you, that thing. Is that what it's say, about? Did you see that? Was, was that? was that anime about a couple of podcasters who lost a Don the Dragon Wilson episode of their podcast? Yeah, like if you're going to lose one, why did it have to be that one? <laughs> I know, real tragedy People there. were looking forward. We had a lot of important like, stuff to say about that man's work that well, the real un- lost to the ether. The real unfortunate thing is it makes us sound like lazy assholes, like we oh, just yeah, never sure. did it, because uh-huh. it was like, Don the Dragon, what are these guys, that's not even a thing, like uh, it was just all just a convenient hour. not one yeah. this week, it's, nobody will even notice. But here's the thing we did, we watched it. It was a real waste, too. Yeah. I could have been doing all sorts of scummy shit with that time I wasted watching the movie, yeah. writing notes about the movie, sitting here talking into a machine that wasn't actually recording the things we were saying. Writing notes to me during the movie. Matt, do you like this movie? Check one. Mm. Yes? No? I didn't maybe. give you a maybe. I did not give you a maybe. You no, know, you didn't. I'm not going to give you that out. You didn't, you didn't give me... I checked yes. 
I'm feeling like things are better though movie. this week. You're feeling better. We got we got a, a version of the movie we watched last week. Basically, it's basically feeling the same good. movie feeling we great. watched last week, but upgraded a little bit, a little more high rent. So Ooh, I feel like we're actually going to have salvageable audio this time. <sighs> That's something to look. It's going to be a holiday to, treat for everybody. I'm sure everybody is stressed out out there. You know, with yeah Jesus's birthday looming. I'll be home for COVID. I'll be I'll be home for for Christmas too. It's it's never more apropos a song this yeah. year. That one's I wonder if that one's getting more airplay. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be home. I uh, know oh, that one's a little too sad. People don't want to wallow in that one. No, oh shit. The vaccines oh. are out. People are getting poked. Are they everywhere I go? People keep asking me, "Are you gonna get that vaccine? Are you gonna get that vaccine when it's available?" That's how the government. I keep gets telling out. them, "Yes." Yes, I'm going to get the vaccine. Oh. Are you not going to get it? I'm not going to. If you're all not going to get it, I mean, I'm, that's this I'm is not, what we've been waiting for, people. <laughs> this is this is the thing people have been talking about for the last year. You well, can once get that it. vaccine comes out and then everything goes back to normal. And I'll just wait oh, four once months. Once that vaccine comes out and everybody gets back to normal. You can get it. I'm going to wait four months to leave my house. Mm, okay. I know a couple uh, healthcare employees that are yeah. getting poked, I think, tomorrow or the <laughs> next day. <laughs> That means it's officially in the state, even backward states like Indiana here. Some sort of That's some sort of truck of needles came. So you're you're gonna do it. I mean, when it's available, I'll be, it probably won't be till like August when people like me are allowed to fucking do it. Yeah, I, that's the earliest I'd get it. I don't want to turn into one of those Will Smith I no. Am Legends. Zombies. What if? Yeah, what if this is a street trash type situation? Right, which is a bunch Correct. of bums drinking bum wine. What was that? Venom. Venom. <laughs> so, yeah, and then all of a sudden people are just disintegrating into multicolored uh, fountains of sludge. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, <laughs> but, I should yeah. actually. I got like some emails that was like, "Hey, you want to like." Be involved in the trials of this vaccine thing we're trying to put together. Oh, and I, I was you're like, gonna say, be involved in this hobo spam, rape in the middle of this junkyard. Spam, spam. I should have went back and seen if I could have got like twelve hundred bucks or something to let them just For, poke me yeah. full of fucking chemicals and see if I died or not. I mean, somebody's got to be getting those jobs. Some highfalutin hot shot. Yeah, they can't those can't jobs. all be going to college kids. Yeah, what are college kids doing right now? The classic like. <sighs> Given blood and whatnot, that that can't be happening during a pandemic. How are they surviving? How are they buying their ramen? Do oh, they yeah. even need to? Because like dorms are shut down or something. How are they buying? What their are poor nineteen-year-olds doing right now? We need to. Get Maybe they're all just selling weed. Oh yeah, I guess we've been through this. They're all on OnlyFans. So oh, that's probably, right. They're probably richer than we are. I don't even think there is poor college young kids ladies anymore. showing the chach on the internet. That's yeah. what it is. That economy didn't exist when we were young. I'll tell you. So that like. Much. Is it well then? Like, what are the dudes doing? Are I'm they sure just, you could show Wang on gay only fans? I was gonna say, so they're just beating off for straight or uh, for uh, onlygays.com or whatever the fuck. Men. I mean, I guarantee you, there's an only fan for gay guys. That's that's well, anybody exist. can get only fans, yeah. And then you just, I think you just go you just there. do a gay one. What's I think you could just be like, I'm a dude, whatever, whoever wants to watch it, here you go. I feel like there has to be a gay only OnlyFans because then you don't got to cycle through all this straight shit. And then it's easier to get people to, to find you, probably subscribers, if, if it's, you got your own like little silo to live in. So I don't know. If there isn't one, I'm saying we start one because I think from, that's how you make the money. From everything I've gathered. An amateur gay porn. Oh. It's really just every girl that we ever knew in our 20s. 
just doing whatever they do to, that makes them unique on the internet and then baiting as well. Yeah, but then also like I want to play this out comes the Hitachi one. I want to play this song and sing it for you. Right, uh-huh. And I'm also going oh, to okay. just crochet these blast piss across my bathroom floor. Th- these yeah. socks with kitty heads on them and Isn't then that cute? Boom, now I'm sitting on this dragon shaped dildo. You got to have your niche. You got to have your niche. And it's important, I think, that these things like OnlyFans exist because I read this morning a big news story. Some sort of thing happened where Pornhub was forced to pull all of its amateur porn down. Like all of it apparently has gone down like instantly in the blink of an eye. Like today, right now, none of it exists anymore. Oh, you know, I can't watch that glossy. Real I know stuff. this is how they're gonna get you. This is oh. how they're gonna get people who are like, "Why would you ever pay for an OnlyFans?" Finally, this over to a- that OnlyFans, I would imagine. I'm just gonna. Apparently, there's some sort of situation the government says we're like, "Oh, nobody knows how old any of these people are putting all this porn up. Most of these people are probably wildly underage, and this is insanely illegal." The, meh, see, meh, meh. That's uh, yeah, like. <laughs> Whatever, you know, that's my answer to that. Is Big like, things are afoot in the world of amateur pornography. This is terrible news. Or maybe it's the best news. I don't know. Maybe this is how we restructure our economy in a globalized world so that we can all move forward and keep food on the table. Bella Thorne broke the economy in the first place by faking that she was going to do the only Oh, fans. that's that girl who's in that movie, Girl. Yeah. I just watched that the other that? night. It, it was... It enjoyable nice. for two thirds, and then it yeah. got pretty lame in the home stretch. I thought sounds like a lot of movies we watch because yeah. it's baby oil and blow is an action extravaganza podcast palooza, blow your mother's brains out Ooh. or something. <laughs> no. Oh no, not a Christmas. Well, time. if you're the bad guy, you oh, would do yeah. that, but make sure that the good guy's there to get your ass. Or something. Get your ass. He's gonna get your He's ass. Going after your ass. He's going straight for your ass. It's Bill and Blue. I am one of your twa hosts. Mm-hmm. I am Matt O. With me, as always, uh-huh. he is the Zendaya Ooh. to my Bella Thorne. He is Nate Adams. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. Uh, we, you realize that twa is three, right? So now you have to uh, no, 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 introduce. No, <laughs> introduce no, no. no. I, a said, third host. I said. I said. Twa, as in T-W-O. Oh, okay. Twa. Okay. I mean, you've seen Hot Shots. You know that D is is two. Come you think on. I don't speak French? You need me to break you off? I know that, I know uh, that you, you speak Hot Shots. Uh, I know that you at least speak Hot Shots. Uh, I think Zendaya and Bella Thorne were on the same Disney show together. Mm, I think. Zendaya, I know from Spider-Man. Uh, Bella Thorne, I know... Uh, from a couple horror movies. Yeah. She was in that Babysitter movie. More like a couple of horror movies. She was in The Girl, which I just watched. I noticed that there's a whole generation of actors that have passed me by because uh-huh. they just announced like 24 new Star Wars things and two dozen new Marvel and you didn't superhero know things. Actors? Yeah, and like yeah. everybody's just like, oh, hell yeah, what a great oh, casting. What a and I'm like, oh. didn't, never heard of that person, never heard of that person. I love that person was on that Netflix show. Oh, Christian Bale? About yeah. those suicidal kids. Yeah. I think out of like four dozen actors that were announced, Christian Bale was the only one who I fucking recognized. And he's playing the bad guy in the new Taika Waititi Thor movie. Yeah. How hard does that make your dick? I'm really hoping. He's going to be great in I that. don't know Thor comics enough to know what's all up with his character, but I'm hoping they just... 
tap into that fucking audio of him flipping out behind the scenes, screaming at that sound guy. Oh, good for you. And yeah, like that's just most of what his character is going to be. You and me, man, we're done professionally. <laughs> you get him in there and then Thor and make just like him and Chris Hemsworth going back to forth. Him telling him telling Thor that they're done professionally. Yeah, I don't think... That's the dynamic I'm looking for. I don't think Dave and I had a conversation for like two years that didn't end in that. <laughs> good for you. It, yeah, it was either good for you or you, we're done professionally. You want to get professional? Yeah, I'm down to get pro. <laughs> Semi-pro, maybe. See, see if we got some sponsors. That's what okay, makes it let's, professional. Uh, let's, oh, we could talk about uh, the rundown this week. The uh, rundown. being brought to us by another, Body Spring. another new tech news today. It was the official launch of Fitness Plus. Oh, the, the thing you were talking about. All the, the Apple thing. things. It's all sorts of, you know curated fitness things you can do through your Apple TV or your iPad with your Apple Watch all fucking zoinked into it. I've been spending the whole day just poking around in there yeah. doing things. You look pretty um, fit. I'm feeling pretty fit, you know. I'm, I'm liking it in some ways because uh-huh. there's a lot of different things you can do. Is the thing telling you your body fat? Uh, No, I think you got to like... Uh, you got to get that You got to get something. Shit, they got to come up with a new, like an Apple fucking body suit or something yeah. that can sense everything. But a lot of different things. So I'm moving parts of my body I haven't moved in a while. Good I'm feeling you, a little man. sore and weird. You know, you get in the same routines yeah. and your body gets used to it. You don't get yeah. as much out of it. There's a couple tiny little Asian girl instructors who I'm already really into. One nice. of them's got real thick thighs I'm into. Oh, the yeah. other one, for Hell some yeah. reason, I'm really into her armpits, which I haven't completely figured out why yeah. that is yet, but it's intriguing no, to me, I hear and, you. and I want to study it more. I'm the last person you need to explain that to. I think they, they need to get some more music uh, like variants in there because they pretend like they've got a lot, but it's really all that yeah. just like sort of pumpkin spice level hip, yeah. like apple level. Yeah. This is what we think music is. This thing. is what music yeah. sounds like. Whether it's like hip hop or 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 dance or yeah. chill out or whatever, it's, it's all good. just like sort of that. Yeah. Well, it's not. They don't have rights to anything. It's not not no. They got rights to everything. Oh, it's, it's Apple. Yeah, it's they Apple got rights music. To everything. Yeah, it's plugged into Apple Music. Ooh, that's so weird. That's cool. Also, mm. I'm hoping going forward they get more like, hey, are you in shape? Here's some advanced stuff because they got a little beginners section, okay. but everything else is just kind of like you know the middle of the road. What if I'm serious? about I was this? doing some like yeah. cardio shit, and I was like, okay, this is getting me. But then I was yeah. doing some yoga shit, and I was like, I do yoga every day. Like this There's is fucking nothing. easy for me. This is fucking easy. So I should start there. Yeah, yeah. Get in, get get right in there. Well, I was going to suggest to you, Nate, you should go to one of them little uh, Asian rub and tugs. Mm. Speaking of Asian yeah. ladies, you know, for them sore muscles. And while you're there, make sure you're wearing one of our other sponsors. Oh wow! If you're looking for a stocking stuffer this year, Nate, yeah, reach for that bottle of hot bod. Look at that bod. <laughs> Look at that bod. Yeah, it's a whole jug. Stuff. Yeah, and it's got a spray on or like uh-huh. a bottle sprayer on the end of it. Like Windex. Did you ever smell any of that stuff? I'm wearing it right now. You don't smell it? Oh. They sent it to <laughs> that us. That is? Yeah. I thought you just came straight from work or something. No. Diesel and hydraulic fluid? The rundown uh, this week is of our technically third film in our a I'm very counting cyberpunk it. Christmas. I fucking watched it. Done. I'm fucking counting. The it. second one that you guys have heard. There's now a hidden baby oil and blow episode. One in one in the vaults that only we know about. Uh, the rundown is of 1995's Virtuosity. Virtuosity. This is a film with a runtime of 106 like minutes. Virtuosity. This is a film 
that came in with it's a not budget for pussies. of a cool $30 million. Oh, okay. That's in 1995 money, $30 million. That's like 150 these days. Brought back $24 million, That's so almost there. Didn't do, no? didn't do as much as they wanted okay. with Denzel and that uh, big, big star in role, I guess. <sighs> Maybe one of the reasons is the director of this film, the guy they got. Oh. We're talking Brett Leonard. Kind He's of a, a good schlock guy, master huh? here. No? Talking about the guy who did Lawnmower Man. Oh, that's a nice movie. That's what got him this job. Ah. They're like, you did something with VR before. Bro, you know we'll the future. We'll give it to you again. Guy who did Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's a great which movie. Which is a pretty great movie. Yeah. yeah uh, I don't know. I'm going to say the and makeup even- effects on all the Killer Clowns sort of buries anything in this movie as far as special effects go. Those same clowns went on to be the trolls in Ernest yeah, Scared, Scared Stupid. Stupid. Yeah. They gave him a, a classic repaint like they do to like try and like uh, milk money out of action figure lines, and then they just fucking... Nate. Uh, they were scarier as the trolls in earnest. It's oh, just, ten times. They made them slimy yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. That movie is legit disturbing. We went to that Hollywood Horror Nights last year, mm. and we did mm-hmm. that Killer Clowns. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Fucking Back when things were going on. What do they call them? Haunted Houses? Sure. Yeah. Nay, we were so... Haunted maze. I think they're calling them mazes these days. We were so drunk when we went through that second time. Oh, God. Were the clowns just disgusted by you? They didn't even want to... We were just trying to... scare you. Oh, just just move it through the maze. We were both just trying to steal whatever wasn't bolted down. Just please move it through the maze. There's there's kids around. Yeah. Uh, Where are we at here? Okay, we have passed the director. Now we're into the the stars stars of this film. Big star. Fucking one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. Denzel himself. Who? Fucking sexiest man in Hollywood. Denzel Washington is in this film as Lieutenant Parker Barnes. Oh. Which I think is a great character name there. Parker Barnes. It is good. That sounds sounds like a real You might know him from playing Denzel Washington in Mm -hmm. every movie he's ever been in. Uh, He's a former cop, current convict with a haunted and dangerous past, the character of Parker Barnes. And yeah. Denzel's Denzel. You know him. Yeah. He was Eli in the Book of Eli. No, I don't know that one. Are you talking about that, <laughs> one, loves that one where he plays Denzel? Mm, uh, yeah, he plays it in that one. Yeah. Oh, Blind Denzel. It's the other one where he has dreads, Blind Religious I think. Denzel. Yeah, I think he has dreads in that one, too. Did, no. Uh, Russell Crowe, another big star, is in this film. Maybe a little, slight little Mila baby's Kunis dick before he was a big star. But this, maybe this is a breakout for him, we'll say. Oh. As Sid 6.7. Oh, Russ Crowe? He's a virtual intelligence comprised of the personalities of hundreds of serial killers who's able to transfer his consciousness into a nanobot body and enter the real world. What a dumb idea. Uh, you know Russell Crowe from being fat and awesome in this year's Unhinged, which is one of the only good new movies I think I've seen in 2020. One of the only ones well, that I can and Hubie Halloween. wholeheartedly uh, endorse. Yeah, we, I mean, Duh. during our, our October marathon, we... We talked about Hubie Halloween a lot. That one's still in my number one. Yeah, Unhinged was good. You should watch that, people. Top billed female of this movie. We're talking Kelly oh, Lynch. Yeah. Kelly That's Lynch right, is in baby. This. He's Madison Carter. Give it to a me, police honey. Psychologist. Yes. If we've learned anything from action movies. The police psychologist is always a bad guy character. Duh. Uh, Maybe they got confused about that in this movie, though. This we'll one's a real that. sex pot, Nate. You know Kelly Lynch because we saw her boobs when Patrick Swayze took her real hard uh, up against the barn wall in uh, Roadhouse. Give it to me, Doc. 
A guy named Steven Spinella is too. in this movie as Daryl Lindenmeyer. Oh, Linderman? He's the programmer who, uh, I guess, creates Sid 6.7 and then helps him out of the computer world and into his robot body. So to speak. This guy's mostly a TV actor, but uh, sharp-eyed uh, aficionados know him, I'm sure, from playing the character Chicken Man in Bubble Boy, which I, I know that you're a fan of. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> He's a part of the Freaks group wow. with Beetlejuice. Wow. Shh, not the Freaks is gonna hear ya. What? He's gonna hear ya. You gotta hide. Well, what did you say? He said, be quiet or the doctor will hear you. Who are you? They call me the human Sasquatch. Well, what's your real name? Um, Clark? What an accolade. Uh, talk about talk about accolades. We're about to give one out here because William Forsythe is in this movie as Billy Cochran, the police chief. William Forsythe's a guy we've seen in in four movies here now. No, I was gonna say, is it four? We saw him in Extreme Prejudice. All right, we saw him in Stone Cold. Yes, we saw him in The Substitute, and now we're seeing him in this Grand Slam Baby Oil and Winner and new entrance into the Baby Oil and Blow Hall of Fame. Yeah. William Forsyth, let's give him a round of applause, people. He's, he's made it in. Man, I can't believe we used to go Action to Hooters with legend. that guy and watch WWE pay-per-views. He's come a long way. Uh, William Forsyth, congratulations. No one will ever be able to take the honor away from you. You're the no. first ever Grand Slam champion Unless of baby You, like, say blow. the N-word or, like, yeah. I don't know, molest a kid or something, and then probably we're going to have to erase you from uh, existence, pull, pull you right out of our Hall of Fame like WWE yeah. did Hulk Hogan. Yeah. All because he raped that boy? Yeah. And then called him the N-word. It was a rough day for Hulk Hogan. It was like, man, yeah. man, you're out of control. I was just kidding, Hulk. Don't shut this podcast down. Louise Fletcher we should talk about because she's also in this movie as Elizabeth Dean, the pencil pusher who's kind of behind all the VR shit here. Mm. Um, everybody knows her as Nurse Ratchet from Cuckoo's Nest. She's a legendary actress. I know her specifically from scarring me as a child when she played the grandma who feeds the little kids glass and that old bitch and flowers in the attic. Did you watch that one when you were a little kid? Uh, isn't that the one where they that like make the kids movie. fuck up in the attic? Yeah, or something? they're locked up in the attic, all like fucking finger blasting each dog other, dog tooth shit. style. And yeah, there's. Uh, I mean, it's not dog tooth level incest, but. You know, they yeah. give you the the undertones. You're 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 realizing it's going on. A dog tooth movie. Then they're all just like uh-huh. bleeding out of the mouth because this woman's putting like ground up glass in their food and shit. So I, I watched that thing when I was like eight years old. I got Drew Barrymore up. in it. I don't no, know. No, that's it cats. Oh, cat eyes that's, or that's cat's eyes. I'll fuck you up. Uh, William Fickner is the other pencil pushing VR suit guy named Wallace in this movie. I prefer him on the other side of the camera. <laughs> He's a character actor. We always love. What did he, what did he direct? When is, I'm not He's a director, with I think. Yeah, He's I done know. some shit. He got a big starring role in a 2017 movie. It's a thriller called The Neighbor, which I fucking thoroughly enjoy and thoroughly recommend. Oh, that was fun, huh? It was a rare opportunity where old Billy Fickner got a, a starring role in something. Oh, Bill Fickner. Somebody who never has and never will get a starring role, but we love him anyways. Kevin J. O'Connor, another great character actor, is also in this movie playing Clyde Riley, the uh, pervert in- inventor of the nanobot robot bodies. Uh, this guy can sleaze up any movie you want to just by sticking him in it. 
Swan from Lord of Illusions, I think, is probably like his most legendary fucking is close to a maybe that's like a, a two fister. He's like second second villain in that one. Lord of Illusions. That's a cool super groping gross in uh, color of night, that movie where uh Bruce Willis shows his dong. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Uh, great little role in No Escape, that Ray Liotta on a fucking prison a island movie, movie huh? we love. Yeah, yeah. fucking this guy's great. Uh, one more actor I'm going to mention because I know you love her. I know you know her and love her. Lobo, uh, lobo. This is the debut film role of Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee Cuoco. Playing Kelly Lynch's dumb little daughter who gets taken hostage. She, of course, yeah. is the hot teenage daughter who John Ritter does not want you to date in, in the eight TV simple show. rules eight simple to rules. dating my hot teenage That's daughter. Right. Also, she was the voice of Eleanor in Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road chip. But no, so, no, no, dude. She so was, probably got some money. She was the voice. She's probably cashing some of, checks. Uh, what was that? Mr. Whiskers and Mindy and what was the name of that show? You want to talk? You want to talk about Mindy and Whiskers? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you're Is talking that right? about. What, oh, I thought you. I thought you like pulled it. I thought you. Rizzoli and Isles. What, uh, are we, what are we talking? I'm gonna about find here? it. Go about your business. Tagline of virtuosity: Justice needs a new program. Pretty good. I like Certain that one. Yeah, I like that there, one. Yeah. Plot of this film. Little synopsis here. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Ooh. The Law Enforcement Technology Advancement Center, LETAC has developed SID version 6.7, a sadistic, intelligent, and dangerous virtual reality entity which is synthesized from the personalities of more than 150 serial killers. And only one man can stop him. Who's that? Denzel Washington. That's fucking all of our rundown. Now we'll get into bullet points where Matt digs through IMDB and tries to decide what other TV show Kaylee Cuoco did a voiceover work on. That they got. Pew, pew. Denzel, Brandy pew, and Mr. Whiskers. Pew, pew. It was called Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. I think that might have been what I said. Yeah, you know, something I never never fucking heard of. It's a good show. She, is she a talking cat in that? Is that, is that, uh, that She's a talking like poodle or cocker spaniel. Ooh. She's very rich. But I, was, but I was gonna say like a sexy cocker spaniel or what? Yeah. Like, oh, she, how she's sexy bougie. She no, is. she's this bougie. Like yeah, she wears like a belly shirt and stuff. Oh, like she's a nice. poor, like yeah. a Paris Hilton talk- socialite. Ooh, this sounds hilarious. And you see her dog carrier gets dropped over the, the Amazon on accident <laughs> and she gets found. The Amazon River? Uh, the jungle or whatever oh, that is okay yeah she's you know? there she's, yeah. she's in the underbrush well, she lives in the jungle, what was she man. doing there as a cocker she, spaniel she was, a, she was on a plane and her carrier got dropped okay yeah wow and the guy that does uh the voice of buster bunny shows up and saves her he's a nice guy that sounds great my first bullet point oh yeah we're getting into bullet points that's right a couple of dorks can this movie starts off with we see a couple of police officers there they are Getting off of a... What do they look like to you, Jimmy? Subway. Dorks. <laughs> they look like a couple of dorks. Fucking turns out we're in the future here, you could tell. Yeah. Because these are future cops. These aren't normal cops. And they're mm-hmm. wearing, like, blue leather outfits from head to toe. Yeah. They look like some sort of weird sex fetish-like yeah. video come to life right, right. here immediately. It's Denzel Washington and some random white dude. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for something. I tell you what, I'm in a real, real weird phase in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Where anytime, like, I watch something from like the '90s, That's any right. any Which point, we've been doing a lot lately. Any point in the '90s, 
even the early aughts, anytime I see like Ooh, a generic white guy yeah. that I'm not really sure who it is, I'm always like, oh, is that Harry Connick Jr.? <laughs> oh, it's Harry Connick Jr. You don't Jr. know Harry Connick Jr.? Every time I'm just I like, think I'm kind of the same way with Dermot Mulroney. That, <laughs> very similar. Very similar. I could see that. You get a pass. I was just thinking about him the other day. Is, uh, is there a day you don't? The Family Stone was on. You know, mm. it's a nice little uh, holiday time fucking a, movie that I like to partake in whenever it when happens to be on. Holy he's, crow. He's the boring character in that movie that's full of fun characters. And Probably I, was like, I don't remember. Well, there's him. that Dermot Mulroney, the guy who's always the boring character. Oh, uh, this guy's boring. So, yeah, these guys are tooling around. Uh, there was a song here at the beginning uh, that what fucking really stood out to me that sounded like fucking musically nothing like YouTube. I knew mm-hmm. fucking The Edge wouldn't have been like, involved in this at all, yeah. but I could tell the vocalist was doing like a real low rent trying to be Bono mm-hmm. vocals. Was it 30 like, odd feet of grunt? I was like, is this some sort of weird Bono solo project or something on here? Ooh. Which is one of the first times it got me digging into the Virtuosity soundtrack, which yeah. is something that kept hitting me as I was watching this movie. Like, this Virtuosity soundtrack is weird as fuck, I kept thinking. Yeah, weirdly good. Turns out this didn't have anything to do with Bono. This is a song by a group called Black Grape. Okay. It's a song, a song called A Big Day in the North. It's not it's playing over the credits and into this first scene. So it's not 30 odd feet of grunt? No. No, I'm not sure what that is. It sounds just as obscure as Black Grape. Uh, that's Russell Crowe's band. Oh, they are on this and soundtrack. They are on the soundtrack. I knew that his band was on this soundtrack. Let's see if you know one. Okay, so uh, these guys are just tooling around a crowd looking for something. Everybody's yeah. weirdly like cloned and like wearing the same clothes. You start seeing like weird glitches on the wall, and you're like, oh shit. All oh, white people. This has got to be VR, man. This is a cyberpunk movie. We got to be jacked into VR yeah. right now. Something's not right. Uh huh. And uh, it turns out something's not right because. They leave the, uh, this is, this is quite the fucking, like, VR training thing. Yeah. Where it's like, teach the police how to fucking catch a serial killer in VR. With what zero clues. What you do clues. is, you get off of a fucking subway car. And just know where it is. Take the stairs up to the street level, and then there's a chi- or a Japanese restaurant. It's like a sushi place, and you're like, let's Possibly go in that sushi house. place and go in there. Possibly whorehouse. house. And then, yes, the serial killer you're looking for is right there in the sushi place. That worked out. out. This is amazing training. This yeah. is, you take this into the real world? Like, these are, these are definitely things you could use here. You don't think this is real? You think this is VR? People can't even eat sushi right in this You're thing. right. Weird, like glitches where it's popping from their chopsticks like two inches into their mouths. Everybody's just a weird glitchy little robot thing. Man, I'm hungry. What, a buck for a sliver of raw fish? It's sushi. Sushi? Where I'm from, we call that stuff bait. That's true. They're all programs. And if you've seen the movie Virtual Combat like, like we have, you know what oh. a program is. It's... It's an artificial intelligence. You know, it's, it lives yeah. inside of a computer. There's no way it can get outside into the world unless you have either, we'll learn in this, nanobots right. or maybe a pool of protoplasm Correct. like they had in virtual combat. Yeah. One or the two. Yeah. But until then, they're just a computer program. And seeing right? as how we've seen Virtuosity, we know that mm-hmm. movie op- opens up with a training simulation. That's right. And that's what this has to be. This, 
who, which came first, the, the chicken or the egg, the virtual combat or the virtuosity? Who's ripping who off here, the, I'm wondering? The Donnie Dragon, that's Don who. Don the Dragon Wilson, I think, had the original idea. I think fucking, he wrote it. I think Denzel undercut yeah. him, and he's like, let's get our movie out first. We're going to fuck the dragon. Yeah, no one's going to hear about that mm-hmm. guy. So yeah, fucking, they're tooling around it's, in this sushi place. Like, Denzel, where is he? Where is he? Denzel's just like being Denzel, and he's like, I know that's him. That's mm-hmm. him right there. Before you know I it, know like some one right of these there. things turns around, and it's fucking Russell Crowe in a crazy suit, and he's just like, Bah, it's me, Russell Crowe. I'm gonna machine gun waka this whole waka. place, and he's just screaming and running around and machine gunning everything. Stop me! And he's a smoking. He's like the mask. He's like the Joker. He's like the trickster from Brain Scan. He's got some Freddy mm. Krueger going all going in he's here. Got Freddy he's, he's just bouncing around from loudmouth crazy villain archetype to loudmouth crazy villain archetype. He's here. got a little bit of Lawnmower Man in him, a little Job in him. Oh yeah, he's got got some delusions of grandeur like yeah. a Job. It's just anything like that. Just throw it up in a blender and pour it into a loud suit, and you got what Russell Crowe is doing right here. Yeah, he's doing a good job. Uh, he gets the drop on Denzel's mm-hmm. partner, and he's mm-hmm. like, I made him disappear. And Denzel's like, what'd you do with him? And he's all like, he's just chilling out. Yeah. Which we all know is bad guy code for he did something right. bad to him. Right. Duh. I like it, too. Like, he's just, like, screaming crazy, and then he stops for one minute, is quiet, and then just for no reason, he goes, oh, one, two, three, four. Yeah. And then starts shooting again, and yeah. I'm like, that was a cool move, Russell Crowe. Is that one in the script, or is that just like a... A little uh, fucking uh, throw in you had there. He was listening. How much of this is Crow? <laughs> he was listening to a little Billy Joel. How much of this is him listening oh, to one, Billy Joel? Two, oh, one, two, three, four. Like, I was instantly just like, okay, he's throwing some Billy Joel shit into here. Like, are we going to get more references yeah. throughout the movie? Is Billy Joel one of the 150 serial killer personalities we're supposed to lead to believe that I mean, makes up Sid 6.7? He's killed a lot of people in drunk driving accidents. Yeah, so, like, that's probably true. I mean, they did have Ted Kennedy in here as one of the people. So there you go. Why not Billy Joel? Yeah. So yeah, fucking, he takes a sushi guy hostage. Denzel just blows away the hostage, yeah. and you're like, whoa, this guy's That's, a loose cannon cop. He's doing the shit that, like, it's always like, you should do that. And then you see his partner's been, like, electrocuted to death. In and ice? Like, yeah, he's also in, like, the, the crushed ice. They keep the fi- the fresh fish in or something. There's a lot going fresh on Fresh fish. But, uh... You ever fuck with the sushi, bro? I mean, once or twice, but yeah. it's not really my bag. Mostly because I don't want any seaweed. Yeah. It's all just wrapped up in seaweed. I've done the vegetable. I wouldn't, I wouldn't need a lettuce wrap for the same fucking reason. I've done the 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 vegetable sushi. I've yet to try like sure. an actual like. Here's a pad of raw fish. Some sashimi on. going on right here. Yeah. Oh, just, I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, put some some of that wasabi shit on it. It all just tastes spicy. The Rock likes it. I do <laughs> like spicy. <laughs> Who are we to doubt the rock? Exactly. Or I'm from to call that stuff bait. So we're seeing now outside the simulation, I think. After, yeah. like, everybody gets shot or electrocuted and it's going crazy. <laughs> we're, like, a step up from the normal gyroscope that people are, like, uh, their bodies are in when they're yeah, in the Yeah, we got here. great America chairs. Yeah, we got here. fucking, this is, like, 
They're all in like fucking a carnival ride floating around on big like pneumatic arms. Just like it looks pretty fucking cool. <laughs> you ever been on an overhead coaster? It's yeah, that kind of pretty seat. much what's going on. Uh, Denzel and his buddy are like hemorrhaging, but his buddy's like real bad. We see some monitors where like we see their brain activity or whatever. Their brain activity is just off the charts. It's just like yeah. brains on fire, <gasps> brains on fire. <gasps> I'm going through so many things. Uh <sighs> White guy dies, basically. Oh, right hell here. yeah. And they're all like, Good riddance. This is when fucking William Thickner and Nurse Ratchet yeah. and everything show up, and they're like all arguing, like, What's going on? Somebody's tampering to with the song. Actually, get hurt when they're in the VR. This is all supposed to be, Where's the safety guides? Somebody's tampering with the software. Tech talk, tech yeah. talk, all this shit yeah. that I hate in fucking movies like this. You, you ain't got yeah. getting out in the nitty gritty. I get what's going on. I saw the brainwave meter yeah. on the fucking monitor. I, I yeah. get what's happening. I've I've seen enough future movies. Mm-hmm. I know. So they they pull the they pull Denzel like. out at least, and he's still alive. But we notice that he's like not like uh, freshly cropped and clean shaven like he was in VR. Uh-huh. He's like dreadlocked and got like a cool like fucking Rastafarian beard yeah. going on, and it's like Ooh. Rastafar. And his 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 other friend who was also clean cut, everything I and alive read. is now dead and looks like some sort of like biker scumbag. Yeah. And you're like something's going on yeah. here. These guys ain't cops. Uh, Virtuosity's yeah. got some twists up its sleeve. They don't make you wait long because they're like they're convicts. That's right. Yeah. They're all just convicts. This this VR program meant to train cops is is not quite uh, where they need it to be. So they're just throwing it's convicts in it as guinea pigs. Yet. Yeah. However, Denzel Washington, former cop with a mysterious what? past, a cop who's now in jail. We How find, does this work out? We find that out because old Billy Forslight, <laughs> the chief, he shows yeah. up and he's like. Uh, I sure am glad to see that you're alive, and it sure was nice to see you in a cop uniform again, guy who used to be a cop, a cop but is now yeah. a convict. Let's get these shackles on you and take you back to jail, because you're now a convict. Unlock me. I like here, too, when he's taking him back to jail, because uh, Denzel's really got his I'm in fucking, like, leg cuffs shuffle down. Like, <sighs> I feel like this is the one big, like, acting thing he was doing in this movie. He, whenever they he's put doing him, it well. I know. Whenever they put he's him in the fucking well. little leg cuffs, like, he's got that fucking convict shuffle going. And I'm like, hey. this is literally the only thing he researched, the only thing he cared about. He's sleepwalking through the entire rest of this role. But he was like, I'm going to get that shuffle down. <laughs> People are going to believe it. He's doing it pretty well. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, though, the the cadence, the the speed that Forsyth was walking with, mm. the shuffle wasn't necessary. Oh, yeah, but the shuffle. That's why Den. That's why I mean Denzel. It's going. He had it in mind that he was yeah. going to do it. But so that is what it looks he's like. Getting it on screen. He had he's it. Getting he had it, on it down. I'll give it to him. He had it down. He goes back to jail. They strip him down naked. Yeah. They throw him in like a big sensor thing. Oh, and make we sure also he doesn't have any shivs up his we, butt or whatever. We also find out. Yeah, that he's not in very good shape. Yeah, he's looking okay. He looks like he's got some like some muscle going on. But not like, a lot. A couple like uh, years of maybe just like you know being in jail, eating a bad diet, like doughiness going on. He's got that weird double he's, titty armpit yeah, indentation going on. He's got some weird double titty there. armpit, in, and we're seeing a big uh, scar yeah. or over his shoulder. And then the, yeah. the computers are like. Warning, warning, detector, metal arm. <laughs> You're like, it's what? Like, oh, cool, future movie. This metal arm's probably it's gonna not come a into metal it. arm. It's probably just gonna a normal come into play arm. A lot of times, but uh, yeah, they 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 let you know, like, hey, Denzel, for some reason, mm. that's a bionic arm he has, even though it looks 
completely like his normal arm, and they just put a little bit of like uh, scarring makeup up by the shoulder to make it seem like he didn't have an arm at one point. Up, up by his uh, double titty That's crease. All the effects work we're gonna do is just put a latex scar up by his double titty crease. I mean, the big reveal for people having cybernetic upgrades mm-hmm. in virtual combat was yeah. way cooler when those like black screws rose that's up right. out of their skin. Uh huh. But I mean, I guess this is a way to do it too. I guess. Yeah, that's right. If uh, if didn't one character too like tear their fucking shirt off and reveal there was a bunch of gears going on in their guts? If I'm not mistaken, that I think was that happened cool. like twice. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was fucking cool. Yeah. So I don't know. Point virtual combat as far as cybernetic fucking limbs go. What, what are you gonna do? This this uh, little like warning warning metal arm hey. thing versus. Arnold Schwarzenegger stabbing a knife in his fucking arm, twirling it around, right? ripping off the flesh, and then articulating his robot hands yeah. on a scale that goes from zero to Arnold Schwarzenegger's fucking articulating robot hand. Exactly. I'm giving this a one. I gotta give this just a one. Virtual combat. I like an eight and a half. Yeah, virtual combat's up there. I'm just it's saying. not quite class of nineteen ninety nine good, but like no. it's it's fucking it's, it's just under there. it. Just under yeah. it. After the scan thing, it's just like, all right, put your fucking convict clothes back on, and then... Your fucking convict? The door opens that's supposed to take him to isolation, because yeah. he's a former cop, but it's taking him into Gen Pop. That's, and that's he's the like, wrong door. That's the wrong door. I'm Denzel, that's the wrong door. And, uh, like an asshole fucking prison guard is just like, fucking, get into Gen Pop, fucking cop, like... Get ready. You're going to fucking get your shit fucked up. You get fired over that. I'm Which, telling you right now. Also, I was. Th- this is all a setup. Because, uh-huh. like, it's set up where he's going to go into Gen Pop. Everybody already knows he's there because they're, like, prison riot and, like, throwing, like, torn up toilet paper out of their little cells and shit, yeah. like, hooting and hollering. And I'm like, well, why is this happening? Who's mad at him? Who's setting this up? Why do the prison guards not like him? None of that's been established. He's a former cop. Shouldn't they be cool with him? No. As far as I can tell, everybody's cool with him. disrespected the badge, bro. Um, I guess maybe that's true, yeah. I guess I'm living in a world where <laughs> that uh, thin blue line, is uh, that code of silence is happening. I guess in this world, we're led to believe that if you kill somebody as a cop... Other law enforcement officials start disrespecting you? I've seen former policemen in jail before. Yeah, how's it work out? It's weird. It's weird? It's weird. Mm, Okay, well, fucking these prison guards hate him, apparently. He is kind of a cocky asshole, so maybe he's just shooting them looks and stuff. My thought here, I like that you're all hung up on him used to being a cop and why are the prison guards treating him that way. My thought here was... He's got a fucking robot arm. Mm-hmm. He's going to destroy these yeah. other assholes. Uh-huh. Uh, once again, we're still assuming at this point that the robot arm is going to come into play at mm-hmm. any point in this movie. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to have some sort of robot arm capabilities yeah. or anything uh, to be continued. We'll see if that uh, works. An- another bullet point I wrote down here is uh, this jail set. Yeah. Uh, the way it's constructed and the way it's lit. Looks like it was made for uh, an ABC sitcom. Just like that real glossy, overly yeah. lit, sparse set yeah. ABC sitcom look. Yeah, Didn't look fair. great. Uh, but fair. like the head of the Aryan Nation comes out and he's just like, oh, somebody let me out of my cell. We're mad at you because our fucking boy died in VR with you. I got a shiv hidden in my butt crack. Now I'm going to kill you with it. We didn't make or you didn't make him volunteer. It's not your fault that he was chosen, yeah. nor is it his fault necessarily that he was killed. Nothing's been established why anyone in this jail would have anything specifically but against you other than the fact that you are a former you're cop. You're black. 
So <laughs> and a former cop. Yeah, this gets pretty raw here. We and see his we see his like Nazi tattoos. We're nazis. We see his shiv, and then he like pulls it out and he yells, "Who wants some dark meat?" And I was like, "Whoa, virtuosity! That's pretty raw." For me, I was like, "I don't know if this guy's necessarily racist." And then when he did the full on Heil, and I was yeah, like, "That's right." Something, something There's might a lot be of off. Full with this on guy. racist uh, Aryan nation shit going yeah. on here, but uh, was, don't don't think there's going to start being any sort of racial undertones or commentary in this movie at this point. No, that's not what happens. Uh-huh. Denzel just fights this guy and takes his shiv from him and mm-hmm. guts him real quick. And yeah, he doesn't, does he cut him? I think he just knocks his ass out, doesn't he? Oh, I thought he like put his fucking shiv in his fucking neck or whatever. No, he just got it away from him and like knocks him out real quick because they bring up later how like you could you we almost thought you killed that guy. Yeah, because they do come in real quick and pull him off of him, and he's yeah. going full Denzel here. It's he, one of the few times the in the movie off. he goes full Denzel yeah. where he's yelling, "I ain't going nowhere." Come and get your boy! Come and get your boy! Yeah, he's doing some Denzel work here. Most of this movie, he's. it seems like... Did he even know they were filming during this take? Uh, Denzel! Denzel! Hey, hey! Wake up over there, buddy! <laughs> this one, though, he knew. He knew. He was yeah. screaming for those jail ceilings going full well, Denzel. Don't, don't forget, though. Mm-hmm. Denzel's still a real actor at this That's point, right. okay? Uh-huh. He's doing glory and shit. He's hanging out with Matt, old Matty Broderick's, oh, wow. you know, on the sets of movies, winning Oscars and shit. He didn't realize Mississippi that... Mississippi Masala? Like, he didn't know that he That's was going to be everybody's mind. the remake of Taking of Pelham. He didn't know that he was going to do uh, The Equalizer 2. Next scene here, Sid 6.7's doing some fucking vamping, man. Vaping? <laughs> Maybe doing some vaping. Oh, he's okay. on his Heelys. He's just hanging out in his VR world, just like cool doing backflips, huh? like yeah. yelling. He's talking to Daryl, the guy who created him, and he's like, "Hey, Daryl, the little fucking bitch yeah. boy who I, who I bully somehow, even hey, though I'm just a guy who lives on a computer yeah. screen. And you can turn me off whenever you want, or erase me, or whatever you want." Daryl's like, "Oh, oh I don't know, Sid. Darryl. I don't know." Daryl's uh, like, "I know." It was you who turned up the neural sensitivity and killed that convict for real, man. Why'd you have to go and do that, Sid? I got a real Morty thing going on like, here. Daryl's like the kiss of death name if oh, you're a white yeah, person. No, no. You just, nobody is like a fucking like cool badass who fucks a lot who's named Daryl. It's never fucking happened. Like I've met black Daryls like that are fine. A cool black Daryl. Yeah. You're the one guy from the Bartles and James ads yeah. who's pretty cool. Or you're just like a straight up fucking nerd. Yeah, like, like that's if you're it. a white dude named Daryl. nothing else going mm, on. Good luck. There's a lot of digital fuckery happening where like... The world behind Sid on this monitor is morphing and changing and shit, and it all looks super low rent in 1995. That's pretty cool. Just barely a step above what we saw in Virtual Combat, which had no budget and wasn't made by a real movie studio. That's fair, too. Uh, I guess we're learning that this Daryl guy is sort of like Sid's Harley Quinn type character. Like, he's got him in his thrall for whatever reason. I was just kind of ignoring him, if I can be honest with you. a little fucking bitch. Like, this gets cross-cut with uh, Denzel getting his psych evaluation from old Kelly Lynch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time she's in one of these movies, we're... Supposed to believe this fucking bimbo is some sort of, like, doctor or yeah. psychologist or yeah. something. I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't really know who she was for, like, half of the movie. Oh, no, no. Oh, I knew right away. Oh, that's famed uh, 
doctor from Roadhouse, Kelly Lynch. Well, I knew it was the doctor from Roadhouse. Wonder if we'll get to see her rock hard titties or not. And then, spoiler alert, we do not. She had like small rock hard titties. Yeah, those are those are the worst ones. And like they're still small. Like there's not enough room to work, but they still try to swing for the fences. And you just like you got two just cement baseballs hanging like six inches apart from each other on your chest. Who do you think wants that? My question to you is like, Mm. how do you do a better performance in Roadhouse? Like what do you nobody's, think? Was, nobody's asking you to, right? Yeah. What do you think's going on here? Nobody's nobody's asking her to do much in this movie either. Yeah, that's a through line of her career. Nobody asked her to do much. Put on a pantsuit, and we'll call you a doctor because your husband's got some clout in this industry, so you don't have to play fucking one note bimbos for some reason. You're skinny with small rock hard titties. A little bit more interesting uh, after this scene where we learn that. Denzel's wife and kids were murdered and then he went crazy and that's why he's not a cop anymore. He's now mm-hmm. a convict. Mm-hmm. Is Kevin J. O'Connor doing some cyber sexing? Yeah. There was one thing cool last week about Virtual Combat is they spent three-fourths of the movie maybe talking about cyber sex and how cool it was and Hell all the yeah. cyber sex that's going on. Uh, yeah. This VR movie, we get like one cyber sex scene and it's this one. Yeah, where it's just a dude being like... Yeah, I could probably beat off while looking at this. Creepy Kevin J. O'Connor's not talking to Sid 6.7 on his big monitor. He's talking to Sheila 3.2. Ooh. Sexy virtual sex pot and lingerie. So we know already this guy's cool. Daryl's a fucking turd. He's a fucking This is the guy we want to hang out with. I hope he's in the rest of the fucking movie and not Daryl. He's just heavy breathing and whatnot. And then fucking old Daryl comes in and he's like, oh, there's rumors you've been incubating a nanotech android. And he's like, dude, I'm baiting over here. Fucking leave me alone. Bro, get out of here, fucking Daryl. And he's like, listen, man, I'm going to cut to the chase. If you really got this tech, we're going to make Sheila into a real life sex bot. So you can fuck her. You could fuck her. Yeah, spell it out. I'll just watch and cry and jerk off in the closet while you're doing it, because that's sort of the vibe I'm throwing off. I'm a VR cuck. Yeah, show me what's up with this VR shit, and we're going to make you a sex bot. I'm the VR cook. Kevin J. O'Connor's like, hell yeah, I'm a scumbag in everything I've ever been in. Giddy up, let's fucking do it. But nerd guy Daryl, he's got plans, man. Well, he doesn't. He's got secret plans. He's got secret plans that Sid gave him. Yeah, that's right. Uh... Daryl's not into, smart enough, you see. They go into KJOC's fucking lab. He pulls out like a snake bot, sort of like it's pretty a cool. it's, Blade Runner it's pretty type thing cool. where you have like realistic animal robot things. Yeah. He's like, check this fucking thing out. It's a cool snake. I cut it in two, yeah. bro. But then if I put it near glass, it can eat glass and reconstitute its body. That's an important thing that happens in this movie. But look, if I pull out its brain chip, a la the end of RoboCop 2, that's how you kill these robot things. Keep that in mind for later on in the movie. And then fucking Daryl's like, duly noted. Let's uh fucking fire this thing up and grow a fucking sex bot. They call me Snakes to Glass. Because he ate the glass. Yeah, this could be a good crossover. Yeah. Sid and Mr. Glass, how would they get along? Um, One's got a lot of pornography magazines. The other one's got a lot of comic books. Mm, yeah. Maybe hentai is where uh, the oh, two of them meet. Oh, there you go. Find some common ground. Yeah. Bertha Sid is my next uh, bullet point here. 
Denzel, we see him. Who the like, fuck's Bertha Sid? He's he, Denzel's laying around on his jail cell, coloring with chalk, having some yeah. like flashbacks about when his wife and daughter used to be alive. Oh, that was like a big thing for him. He's like, I did your training mission. Now give me chalk. Mm, yeah, I like chalk. That's dumb. But what's cool is when they grow. Yes, the thank you. Out of what Kevin J. O'Connor thinks is going to be the little crystal brain that Sheila three point two, but turns out it gets switched out. It's really Sid six point yeah. seven. What happens first is like a big like alien egg looking thing grows. Bro, and that's it, that's one hatches. of those that's one of those fucking uh fucking uh Cameron Michael you're the Cameron guy the the fucking alien avatar oh yeah things uh-huh. man that's what I'm talking about you seen all those alien movies eggs. oh right. boy uh, this thing splits open and a bunch of like dry ice is coming out of it and then like. I think the coolest special effect thing in this is like uh, proto Sid. It's just like yeah, that's fair. This weird like wobbly like Frankenstein-y monster globule flesh thing. It's like and it's it like pretty slimy and creepy. What was it? Was it CGI? Was it? Was no, it I think that was man? just like a rubber rubber yeah. suit that a guy was in but for it, a couple seconds. Its visual appearance was almost changing. Mm. It was well done. And during this well like done. spooky sort of body horror, fucking David Cronenberg esque scene, mm-hmm. we get the next real weird song that stood out to me. Okay. Build it with love by London Beat, which is kind of just like a upbeat like oh, R and B singing guy thing that. Sounds like you'd be listening to it if you were like in a dental chair. Do you not know about uh, London Beat? Getting like a root canal going on? No, I don't know about London Beat. Who who are these people? London Beat is, uh, they came out of the English Beat who had the hit song Mirror in the Bathroom. Oh yeah, I know Mirror in the Bathroom for sure. Yeah, so they did that band, right? Once again, not a spooky sounding uh, song that you would throw over a birth of a Frankenstein monster scene in a movie. Yeah. Well, either way. Uh, so, yeah, I guess they're an offshoot of, of another band. So we get them and the Talking Heads without David Byrne. Is this just all, like, bands who lost their lead singer, maybe? Is that what this is? Uh, and Russell know, Crowe's fucking band? Yeah, a lot of, you know, yeah. Just fucking, yeah. Get some Peter Gabriel solo it's shit. Fluid. It's just all people who used like to have jazz. a successful band. It's fluid like jazz, baby. It's a weird song, though. Before you know it, fucking uh, this cool rubber monster thing just CGI's into Russell Crowe. Yeah. Like, oh, here I am, Sid 6.7. And Kevin J. O'Connor gets strangled and he's dead. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, the cool scientist I like is dead. Nerd guy's still alive. Yep. But before I can get mad about that, Crowe's doing a lot of great shit in this scene. He's like, he goes full buns. Yeah, he, he goes full gratuitous buns. Gratuitous butt shot. We get to see his hot man buns, which yeah. is something we haven't gotten in a movie in a long time. No, that felt that felt refreshing there. And 90, where have all the buns been? Ninety five feels late. A for little buns. late for gratuitous man buns in yeah. a movie. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that too. I think like when I think about like the nadir of it, I'm thinking like JCVD still doing it, like ninety two, ninety three. More era. like the nadir of it. <laughs> 95 here, Crow yeah. showing his butt. Yeah, he's fucking an outlier here, I think. I think yeah. this is a, a thing that's almost over. Uh, I mean, he's doing some, like, cool, like, fucking William, tai Chi. S- William Sadler-esque yeah. naked Tai Chi. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was cool. 
You could get full. You could see full dick and balls. Yeah. From behind while oh. he's doing that. Oh, you got to take it frame yeah. by frame. Yep. He's wiggling his little fingers around, trying to get used to his body. He cuts one of his fingers off and then like puts it by glass. Just to see. Just to reestablish like, oh, look, I could grow new limbs as yeah. long as I eat up some glass. With I'm, my, like, I'm just an invincible man. He's very Terminator 1000 adjacent. Yeah. Like you could cut up his body that's sort of liquidy, but then he can just like reconstitute it. Pretty cool. As long as there's glass around, they call him Mr. Glass. The Snakester Glass. Mm, Snakester Glass. That's his name. Sid Snake the Glass. Okay. Okay. That's his full name. Denzel's a free man now. Is he? Yeah, because Sid 6.7's in the real world. There's only one man who can handle this match. Right. They they got a demolition. For some reason. They got a demolition man. This guy and uh, bring him back. Take him take him out of prison. Nate, uh, is uh, it weird when I say to you, "Hold on, demolition man" made much more sense? No. Okay. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Right. They say, uh, "Fucking, there's only one guy who has ever come close to beating him in the simulation, and, and that's Denzel yeah. Washington." And it's like, well, that's because the only people you've thrown in the simulation are untrained convicts. And how about you put yeah. a couple trained police officers on the case? Weird. At least first. At least try that for a little while. Weirdest fucking thing. <laughs> the one guy with any police training is the guy doing the best on this cop simulator. I don't get it. And it's not like he's done done almost well. He gets killed by him every time and like kills hostages along yeah. the way and yeah. shit. Like He's done poorly from what we've hey, seen. We put a bullet in him. That's all right. But no, he gets offered a full pardon. Nurse Ratchet's yeah. like, if you sign this, you get a full pardon, and then you got to track him down. But, 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 we are going to put a chip in your head where we can track everything you're doing for the rest of your life because this is a cool cyberpunk movie, and you got to have cyberpunk body parts and shit. Like, you got a metal arm. Now you're going to have a chip in your head. You're pretty much a full-on cyborg now. Uh, we learn... That after they inject the chip into him, Denzel is serious about this police work. So yeah. he's gonna get a haircut and shave his face. Yeah, they low jacked his ass. <laughs> he's now he's now clean cut Denzel, leading man Denzel. So we're we're about to get down to business, I guess. Uh, and then Kelly Lynch yeah. is like, you know what? I'm just a police psychologist, but I'm gonna be your partner on this one, man. Yeah, you're you a, a convict who went to jail for life is the only one who can uh, stop him. Let's and be also, honest. You've got a better job chance at it if me, a police psychologist, is rolling along with you. You're burying the lead. She touched his hand earlier when he was in his jail. Robot hand or his other hand? I don't remember which, but either they both way, look exactly the it same. Made so her, it's hard to tell. It made her pussy quiver, okay. and she was like, "Bro, this is the future, and I know for a fact that he com- he grows to be." people's sexiest man uh-huh yeah i need to i need to go with this need guy to get on this shit early right here yeah there's like a crime scene people have been yeah, murdered there. there's there's chewed up glass everywhere so they're like here's the crime scene had to have been him they're it's like, eating glass yeah. it's killing people he writes death the pigs on the wall and yeah. they're like he's a copycat murderer that's the thing that manson did mm-hmm. which also like there was a line when Right when Sid was born and fucking Kevin G. O'Connor is like, what are you or something? He's like, I'm Oedipus. And then he killed him. It's like, oh, you killed the guy who created you. That's a literary reference. Now they're like making serial killer references. He's writing like death to pigs on the wall. It's like, 
That's the most basic bitch literary reference ever. This is the most basic bitch serial killer mm. reference ever. Like mm. this movie is just like so trying to be smart on the surface, but like not good at it. It's clear whoever wrote this film's a fucking dumb dumb, which I kind of appreciate. Yeah, it's, it looks good. I like it. And like this doesn't go anywhere from this point on. It's not like he no. does like an Ed Gein no. thing after this no. or like no, 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 where no. there's a mystery and we're like, if we can just dig into the past of serial killers, we could figure out where he's going to be or what he's... There's no... It seems like you're setting up a yeah. story like that no. or something, but I assure you, there is no story that gets Nate, set up in this movie. Nate, that's the only thing that no that story. The only thing that that big reveal was setting up was the next scene where <laughs> Denzel and the Doc break into uh, what are they in Linderman's home? Mm, Daryl's home. Okay, yeah. They I don't break know. into a house. They get on a computer, and Denzel's like, "I tried the computer. There's no keyboard." And she's like, "No, this is the future, bro. You oh, just like yeah, tell it what more to do." Explaining that I fucking zoned out. Future explaining. It was like real bad computer graphics of different serial yeah. killers' faces, and she's like, "Look at them all. They're all fighting inside Bur- of his brain." Right. Blah, this blah, is blah. where they find out, like, "Oh, he's full of a bunch of serial killers." And Denzel's like, "Right there. What was that name?" She's oh, like, "Fuck." She's like, "Your name's not on this there." I like thing. that she's like. Like, you're black, thing. you're a, yeah, you're a right. killer, bro. But actually, as we'll learn later, he is kind of a serial killer. And he's like, shut up, bitch. I said that name right there, Matthew Grimes. The guy who killed his wife and daughter. And his arm. His brain is and it inside his arm. fucking Sid 6.7. Yep. So my bullet point right here is... Now it's personal. Nice. That's a good way to take <laughs> us right. to the next scene. Hell yeah. Future club. Denzel's at a future club because if you got a cheesy ass fucking low budget action movie, you got to get like in a nightclub at some fucking point. Yeah. We had fucking club scene last week. We had one in Free Jack. Hopefully we're going to get future nightclub in every one of these goddamn movies. I hope so. What's cool about this future club is that Tracy Lords is there in a leather cat suit singing some sort of like really lame like pop techno number. Yeah. That apparently I guess she really recorded and put an album out. Tracy Lords. Thank the Lord. Yeah. She's doing a tie in going here. Just another soundtrack note. A lot of amazing things happening on the soundtrack. Russell Crowe also sees himself for the first time here and realizes that he is, as he quotes, Mm hmm. Beautiful. That's right. He's handsome, young Russell Crowe, not yet scary, fat, old Russell Crowe. Sexy Russell Crowe, as I call him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He he also sees a shitty robot bartender who's kind of like Johnny yeah. Cab, and he's like, "I'm offended that this is such a shitty robot when I'm such a highly advanced robot." But he's, I'm gonna pull out my gun and shoot everybody in this nightclub. But he's also like, "You're kind of like my grandpa, bro." Uh huh. That's right. So he's got a heart. That's uh, what I took away from that. We're cutting back and forth between this and yeah. Denzel He's, having some banter with Kaylee Cuoco, who's yeah. like six years old here or something. Yeah. And just like that sexual girl. tension. You could you could feel it. Do you know about baseball, old man? And he's like, uh, I had a daughter once. Don't yeah. tempt me with thoughts of having a daughter again. Uh, I can't take it. Uh, I need a family. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some real, real deep shit going on in this little scene. Then back to Sid, just going that's crazy. What we, that's what we Shooting care about. up this place. He's just fucking with people. Yeah. He's got like all the future instruments that were up on the stage yeah. with fucking Tracy Lords. And he's like using them to sample people screaming. Which and is And he's awesomely cool. like mixing them together yeah. to make scream songs. Yeah. And he's loving it. He's once again fucking full on Jim Carrey, like dancing around, yeah. fucking saying somebody stop me and shit like this when the, all this is going on. He's doing the full on like... Uh, 
Beethoven and Bill and Ted. I've got that written yeah. down too. Fucking got that going. <laughs> down. Full on yeah. beef oven. He's yeah. fucking. These, these things are like weird, like future sampler fucking keyboard. They, yeah. they got it all. They got it all. They're like, doing the things. Tiny little stage set up here. Like I'm. Future instruments seem cool as hell. I was a little pissed off though, because like, I was like, it's Russell Crowe, lead singer of Thirty Odd feet of grunt mm-hmm. yeah uh, and like so like he looks like he could play like he's really playing a future instrument yeah they should have got but, like, him a key yeah something. get a cu- get a guitar in his hands let's see this guy really do some work Fucking, you know at least a keytar. I feel like we were robbed. Uh, it seems like there's like news fucking cameras around or something. Oh, there's like just like a camera. Everybody or it's whatever. It's not being broadcast like Free Jack is. Uh-huh. It's just being broadcast there, in the there club. There aren't random news people just no. interviewing people in nightclubs. Uh, no. in this movie they just had a camera going. But to all be the like, police look at how much fun we're know having. about it because before before you know it, this place is crawling with like SWAT teams and yeah. helicopters and shit. Yeah. Uh, they got a real hostage situation going because uh, I love it because like Denzel and fucking Kelly Lynch roll up after right. hearing like shit's going on with Sid get here so like they roll up and they're like oh it's chaos there's people everywhere and then like I guess SOP is just like every other cop on the police force hang back Denzel Washington is the only guy who can handle this dude our plan in he's going to casually walk in and shoot him a bunch. Yeah. Nobody else is capable of doing that. This is the one guy who can do it. Well, here's what's confusing to me. Right here, like, they Wait, introduce... You think something confusing about this movie? Yeah, while they're driving up to the club, when they're outside, they're mm-hmm. approaching, and they're like, ah, oh, there's, like, that flaming oil tanker. Oh, yeah. There's, tanker. like, a giant fucking, like, car wreck. In like, front of it. semi-tanker, like, blocking off the whole road. But they get into the club anyways. Yeah, I was wondering, like, is that a deleted scene where, like, Sid was, like, blocking ways into yeah. the thing? Or why is there a big fucking... And it's just like, no, nah, we'll just get out of our car and... I guess the club is just steps away from yeah. this highway we were just driving on. So either way, fucking... <laughs> it's a weird scene that did not need to be thrown in there. De- it just confused you. But it comes back later because like Denzel goes into the club and he's like, I got a gun. I'm Denzel. Yeah. And then the elevator opens. Everybody's like, oh, we're all surely going to die. And then Denzel just lights, lights the ever-loving fuck out of uh, Great fucking Russell Crowe. T-1000 type shit here. It's good stuff. All the fucking bullet holes we established that yeah. this robot's got blue blood so it's like blue fucking holes it's avatar he's like them. the avatar av- this is uh, james cameron made it's this it's like movie. if you take the blue milk from star wars and mix it with the white robot milk in every Ooh, fucking alien, uh, yeah. alien movie like just mix it up and get it in there this movie is if you combine terminator with avatar all right <laughs> there's a, tons truth. of that shit going this on this is the yeah. truth this is what this is but sid 6.7 is like he jumps away like just like a yeah yeah apparently like he's cat jump got leaping abilities that we haven't established yet yeah. he, he does a big like leap like all the way across the room yeah. and then like a barrel roll into the elevator that Denzel just roll. walked out of and then yeah. he's just like cackling like the fucking like uh Batman the animated series yeah. version of the Joker a little bit and then like he's fucking out of here that's Mark Hamill yeah, he's got, he's yeah. got some, some Mark Hamill in him here yeah. Just another thing. Just another thing that uh You know who else did Russell Crowe pulling on from for his performance here. You know what else Carrie Fisher was pulling on? I don't know, maybe Russell Crowe at some point. <laughs> hey Let's not disrespect the dead any further. Oh boy. Uh he's running away and Denzel's like, I'm Denzel, I gotta get him. So he dri- Oh shit, I'm the only yeah. guy capable of running after this dude in a foot chase. 
Nobody else would be able to figure out to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. So he so runs. That happens. He runs. <laughs> he runs for a after while. him. And then the doc's just like, "Hey, I realized what was going on as well. Here's the car. You could just get in the car." Yeah. And he's like, "Okay." Sid has stolen a cop car here. He's doing a lot of wacky like morning radio DJ stuff over the like cop radio, which is fun. He's randomly crashing into oh, other cars oh, the for first, no reason. The first time he gets on the cop radio, an mm-hmm. old uh, Doc McGillicuddy from a uh, fucking uh, Roadhouse proclaims, <laughs> It's him! Uh, oh, yeah. It's very scary. Everybody knows about Sid at this point. She's doing some great acting. Uh, I wrote here, he's like boring Freddy Krueger. He's trying to be all like crazy and unhinged, but nothing he says is remotely interesting. It's not they nearly really as cool. Left Russell Crowe hanging out to dry It's not here. nearly as cool as Mick Jagger flipping up your fucking no. laptop. Yes. yes, similar scene where Mick Jagger's on the top of that tank just like talking shit while yeah. driving in a car chase, and Mick Jagger is so much more engaging than fucking Russell Crowe. Hey, Emilio, I don't know if you've noticed my photon helmet. I think Russell Crowe, good actor, uh, a couple years just from here, he's really intense and like L.A. Confidential and believable. He plays unhinged really well in Unhinged now yeah. that he's fat, Russell Crowe. Here, I'm not buying a goddamn thing he's doing. It's like the most nah. generic trying to be crazy and wacky performance yeah. I've ever seen somebody do. I like the trickster better from Brain Scan. I like Freddy Krueger better, of course. <laughs> Freddy Krueger's the master of this. Jim Carrey has the mask, probably scarier than Sid 6.7. Jim Carrey in number 23. Um, fucking, I guess he just like gets away because the next bullet point I have is that all the suits are just sitting around talking about Sid and like arguing what they're going to do about him. Oh, so here's my thing. So mm-hmm. like Sid's like, here's my chance to get rid of these guys. They're yeah. chasing me. Mm-hmm. And he skids his car mm. into that flaming oil tanker oh, yeah, that's in front of the club apparently he's just driven around the city in a circle back to where he started he's playing games with these people because then it's denzel to him. skids and shoots and nothing happens he is and a sid, video game character sid cat jumps away and does a flip yeah. off the bridge he's and he's doing fine. some bat rock the leaper shit here yeah it's a lot of just like exaggerated leaping Every once in a while, and then at other times, he seems to have the normal physical capabilities of, like, a human man. Petrov the Leaper. It's, it's very confusing, but then they're yeah. just like, eh, we're all the cops together, what are we going to do? How are we going to take care of this guy? And then it's like, talking, 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 oh, what? Now Russell Crowe's strutting to stay in alive? Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they realize, my God. He's evolving. Mm, yeah, and that's, that's when they right. cue up the... Mm. So he's strutting. This is clearly, you know, a throwback to fucking Travolta in Staying Alive. But then he's also, like, randomly high-fiving people and pointing. Yeah. And I'm like, how much of what Sam Raimi had uh, old Spider-Man do as Venom in Spider-Man 3 was also a Staying Alive parody? And how much of it was him... Doing a virtuosity parody. Oh, that's a good call. Because I think call. like that weird shit Tobey Maguire was doing is they were like, Might we're wanting been. you to do yeah. a John Travolta parody. Yeah. And then he like, like a kid who watches the movie instead of reading the book before he does his high school report is yeah. like, I'm just going to watch the Russell Crowe version of it. And then my version is going to be a takeoff on that version. Yeah, much smarter. And then it just got weirder and weirder and weirder as the like line of parodies uh, kept kept going, I think. Russell Crowe was someone in new skin just like Venom was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he there's picked the right one. Here. I wonder yeah. if there's a, a Staying Alive parody in that uh, new Venom movie that, that nobody watched. Did you, I keep debating on watching I mean, it. 
they're they're gonna make a two because everybody in China yeah. saw it. So eventually, we're gonna have to watch that first one. Yeah, they're Did making. Did Tom Hardy strut in a purple suit at any point in that fucking movie? Tom That's Hardy's fun know. though. That's what I want to know. It can't be that bad. Uh, he's in some sort of mall, like a shopping mall. Tom There's Hardy's? TVs everywhere. No, Sid six point seven. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they're talking about all the shit he did at the nightclub, and he's like, "Hey, I like this. People are talking to me. This I'll is making my it. dick hard. Yeah, I'm fucking kind of into fame." Also, in the scene before this, Denzel Washington figured out that I'm into fame while I kill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Which is important. <laughs> it's very important. Yeah. He sees the guy whose purple suit he stole. Yeah. who was at the nightclub, and this guy's being interviewed on TV, saying things like, "He stole my purple suit. It cost five hundred dollars." He's in his underwear. They're interviewing him it in his underwear. Cost everything for me to get that suit <laughs> on the news. It cost five hundred dollars. Sid really likes that. So then he goes. He's just turning all the TVs onto this. Yeah. The UFC's on one TV, and the scumbag biker dudes watching it. No, no, no. He's a metalhead. Do you know what he's from? No, I don't. He's a scumbag from uh, Gangster's Paradise, Dangerous Minds. Oh, the Dangerous Minds movie? He's in that movie. That's pretty fucking cool. As a scumbag. He turns the UFC to the news, and this guy's like, hey, don't fuck with me. And he's like, I'm a scumbag, bro. You think I'm just a normal guy? I'm Sid 6.7, man. I'm going to snap your fucking neck right now. Oh. Which he does. Yeah, he does. So now we got some more screaming. In front of everybody. Sid 6.7's like, owner I like the, the screaming. Owner of the shop established it. Filming it. But also, I kind of liked what I was seeing on the TV about that UFC thing that's happening right now. I'm going to go check out probably this UFC yeah. thing, because there was a brunette girl out in the audience that I got my eye on. Yeah. And the UFC was like, there's still tickets left. Mm-hmm. Which is what they got wrong about the future. Those UFC events, they sell out, baby. <laughs> That's right. They sell uh, out. <laughs> so my next uh, bullet point is weird UFC because he's there. He just shows up at whatever arena this is going on in. Oh, the Olympian. Must yeah. be a couple blocks away. And Four blocks, they said. It's This is a weird fucking strange interpretation of whatever the people who made this movie think that mixed martial arts is. What they thought it would be in a couple of years down the road. This is a future movie, Nate. Uh, okay, so it's still original logo UFC. So It's not even UFC. It's still just Ultimate, Ultimate Fighting Fight Championships. Championships. Uh, what's going on here is like it's... It's sort of like that like future rave in the Matrix 2 or whatever. Oh, <laughs> I the, don't even know what you're talking about The crowd's a bunch of people who are like writhing around to like drum beats okay. while MMA fights are happening. Yeah. And they got some weird like rhythmic tribal chant kapow! going. Kapow! Are they really kapow! saying kapow, kapow over and over again? Because I, 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 I was saying to myself... It sounds like they're just saying kapow over and over again. But they got to be saying something better than kapow over and over again. This isn't just something they're doing like for a couple seconds to like cheer a fighter along or something. This was happening when Sid 6.7 was watching this. This has been happening apparently the entire time it took him to travel to this thing. It happens the entire time he's in here when it's happening. It just, Michael Buffer is like hovering above the fights while it happens, just like yelling random commentary yeah. over the house mics to the crowd while fights are happening. Like, was he ever the announcer for UFC? Isn't uh, that... Isn't, Bruce Buffer, yeah, his Bruce's brother, brother or Isn't that a slap in the face? So, yeah, probably. Bruce is still the fucking... These people have never seen... Voice. ...seen mixed martial mic. arts fight once, yeah. and it's it's really weird. They're, we gotta, they're, this we, is much closer to, like, 
the opening scene from Rambo 2 where he's doing weird like underground stick fighting That's in like fair. fucking Thailand or whatever. We get and, a uh, we get a Kenny Shamrock and a Ken one Shamrock's of the Gracies fighting somebody in a gi, so I also assumed it was a Gracie cuz yeah. this is early shit and it's just funny how like this early fucking ultimate fighting championship was willing to put their name on this mockery of what they do because oh. they just were just a fledgling fucking nothing. Shamrock is so hard on the gas like, here. Post Dana White fucking UFC, <laughs> they would have their fucking brand, their logo nowhere near this fucking embarrassing weird yeah. ass scene. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but Sid 6.7 finds that brunette that he was, like, into yeah. in the crowd. He's like, hey, I'm doing weird fucking erotic stuff to you. Yep. And then his her, her boyfriend's like, hey, knock it off. And he's like, I'm Sid 6.7. I occasionally have superhuman abilities, so I'm going to pick you up and throw you, like, 100 feet off this balcony to your death right now. Which is pretty cool. At other times, I'm just trading fist fights with with Denzel Washington and we both have normal human strength and all fairness you can never though, tell they shoot that scene so well yeah, like pr- the tracking cool. all across. of it like you know where he is in relation to that arena the whole time and it's like oh yep there yeah. he goes and he's dead and like everybody in this crowd's like a weird biker who like likes to fucking ride around and take ecstasy and like yeah. chant so like they're all just like gonna keep partying as people start getting killed in the fucking crowd they're like i'm sure he had his reasons (laughs) denzel shows up right oh yeah chases him out of here well he like after he kills the dude russell crowe's just like i feel empowered i want to get in the ring so that people look Mm -hmm. at my face Mm -hmm. like get the camera on me and he goes and he does that and then that's when they start panning around and they show titties randomly. Oh, that's did you cool. catch them? No, I didn't catch the titties. Oh yeah, they taking notes. They just pan I this over. This was a titty-free movie. No, and there's just a woman's like flannel, like wide open with her titties out. Is this like a situation of like the little boy pointing at his dick at the end of Back to the Future Three? <laughs> Might be. <laughs> just like this lady is like, I'm gonna try to get my titties in the background of virtuosity. We'll see if anybody notices. I think this might be old boy's penis in the basket end of the Teen basketball Wolf. game at Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, either way, when the titties flash, Russell Crowe's like, oh, never mind those titties. That's Denzel. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Right. Denzel runs after him. This is where Denzel does that badass flip over the chain link fence. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Which I was doing nonstop, like eighth grade when, in the freshman year say. of high school. Oh, not <laughs> recently. Re- I was going to say. Oh, Nate. No. If you try anything like that, I'll try it. Re- oh, I will. God, I'll try it next time with you. It's got to be at least. It's got to at least at least be six feet of chain link. No way you got to at least be. Still. I can't do no that over four way. feet. Six feet, maybe. Yeah, uh, they fucking they like uh, run up to like an elevated train platform. Yep, and like there's more hostage situations. It's like the training, and except is, yeah. instead of getting off the train, you're getting on the train. I'm just thinking to myself right now, like you're thinking this is like the train. No, I was thinking. Denzel fucking chased him out of that nightclub. Why couldn't he have just chased him all the way to this elevated train thing <laughs> instead of us like stopping the movie for a second, having a talking scene? Uh, then he's at the mall for no reason. Then he's at a UFC event for no reason. Because like, then the movie would have been a perfect 130 the, minutes. We're in the exact same spot plot-wise that we were there. <laughs> like, yeah. We're, yeah. Nothing, nothing has been advanced. Nope. We're still just Denzel is just nope. on, a, on a foot chase chasing him. Nate, like, we could have cut out so many middlemen right here. I think it's important to say we're about to enter 
the last 50 minutes of the movie. Oh, is that when the, the story's going to start kicking in here? Oh, no, no. This is when things go from bad oh, to worse. Oh, no. So, yeah, he's, like, got, like, a nice, like, uh, just, like, put-together businesswoman hostage, Sid does. And Denzel's like, I'm going to take a shot. We've established, like, if there's a hostage situation, I'm just going to shoot the hostage. I'm a crazy motherfucker. So he shoots this woman in the heart in broad like, daylight. Oh, like, damn. on a crowded subway platform. Oh, I'm going back to jail. And she's dead. So, yeah, then they're like, well, what'd you do that for, man? We, like, gave you a full pardon and everything. Yeah. Like, you weren't going to have to go back to jail again. But then he just shot some lady in the heart right then in front of everybody. Yeah, and also... You shouldn't when, have done that. When he shot that lady in the heart in front of everybody... All those white people were quick to get up and be like, that black man just shot her yeah, in the heart. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Kelly Lynch came in right at the end and she's like, it's okay. He's a cop. And there's that one great girl who actually got the line who was yelling, he did it in cold blood. He did it in cold blood. <laughs> like everybody else, you just got to generically scream. But this girl, she gets a line. That's so I want you weird. to knock it out of the park, God random right. fucking ginger bitch. He did it in cold blood. Yeah. She's disgusting. They always do it in cold blood. He's a cop. What's your point? So it's they not kill. a big deal. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, then Kelly Lynch is like, you know how it's been established that I'm the police psychologist? Let me investigate the body here and do some forensic science work. Uh, with just a cursory glance, I've noticed how the bullet entered and exited this body. What? There's no way Denzel could have shot uh-huh. her. Uh, this bullet exited through her chest, and I saw him facing towards her, so she must have been shot from behind by Sid 6.7. William Forsyth, the police chief, chief, you gotta fucking let him out of jail. He's innocent, and also, as we've established, he's the only guy who knows how to, how to run after 6.7 on foot and then shoot at him whenever he gets a shot. And, Nobody else could figure that out. And Forsyth's like, oh, well, little girl, like, he is yeah. my best friend, and I wish police work was that simple, but it's not. He's still got to go to jail. He's doing some cool, like, uh, police chief shit here, yeah. where he's just got slicked back hair and a big, like, fucking push broom mustache, yeah. and you're like, this is crazy William Forsyth. When's he going to go nuts? And he's like, no, never. I'm the button-down chief in this one. Yeah. I could pull off that, too. I'm a man of many talents. If you want to see him come unhinged in this character, mm. you need to watch his work in uh, Deuce Bigelow. You know anything about this? Look, you see that red spot over there? I wasn't there this morning. I checked. You know what it is? Maybe it's a rash. Something I got from jogging. How the hell do I know? Get it away from me. Uh, we get some more flashbacks to Denzel's wife and kid being killed here. Or this is the big flashback when we see how it happened. Oh, yeah. Denzel's like, oh, they're hostage. I gotta, like, come in like a bat out of hell and save them. And it turns out old guy who killed them had like a laser tripwire in the door yeah. set to explosives. So ironically, I've seen blown away. Denzel kind of killed his own fucking wife and daughter. By being reckless. Like an idiot. Or so, a fucking loser. Dude, really, who's at fault here? He killed his family exactly. and those poor news uh-huh. people. And then we get a scene where he comes after the guy who's being interviewed by like an underground. It must be Vice News or something. Mm-hmm. Like we're doing an edgy news thing where we're. <laughs> Correct. Interviewing a serial killer. That's what Vice News is. <laughs> You're right. Of like yeah. calling the police. Denzel shows up half blown up. Uh-huh. He doesn't have an arm at this point, Mm-mm. but he's got one arm so he can still machine gun people. That's right. And he's just machine he doesn't have arms. gunning the shit out of fucking everyone. Yeah. He kills the guy who killed his wife and kid. 
sure if we're going to say that this guy did it and not he did it himself by triggering the I mean, we all saw it. Sure, he kidnapped them. Sure, he set up explosives around them. He killed, did he actually yeah. trigger the bomb, though? No, Denzel no. fucking did it. Right. So. But he killed, he innocently kills Matthew you Grimes. Point your finger at somebody. You got a thumb pointing back at you or whatever. No, you got, say, th- you got three, three pointing at three, you and or, a thumb pointing or, up at God. Oh. Whatever that means. Yeah, God killed his wife and kid, yeah. too. You can't let God off the hook. It was God. Mm-hmm. So the, he's in like the back of a paddy wagon when he's having all these fucking flashbacks, all just like brr, brr. what a stupid place to have flashbacks. Yeah, it's not. It's not like, gonna get your wits about you, bro. You're you going to jail. To fucking COs for sure. No. Luckily for him, though, Sid six point seven shows up, hijacks the paddy wagon, kills the fucking guys driving, and he's yeah. like, "I'm gonna talk some shit to you for a minute, and then I'm just gonna let you go." He's like, "Bro, you know it's all a game to me, man. We, you know we fucks, bro. Mind games, bro. You know you we fucks me. together. You're the only guy yeah. smart enough to show up whenever I'm making a public display of killing people, and then try to shoot at me." And then run after me when I try to run away. Have Nobody you else seen can figure out how this works. Anyone associated with police work in this movie that isn't you? Mm, they no. don't do it. <laughs> they don't, can't bro. Figure any of this shit out. But then he's like, also, <laughs> word to the wise. Yeah. That chip they put in your brain. That'll kill also, you. there's poison in it, and they can shoot microwaves from a satellite and fucking Just fry your head yeah. whenever they want to. Just whenever and now they that feel they're like gonna it. think that you killed these guys and escaped. They're probably going to nuke your fucking head. Mind games. Yeah. It's you and me, baby. He's all like, God damn it. I'm not happy uh-huh. with my life right now. And fucking, he's like, that's I'm a, when yeah. the soundtrack's like, uh, he's going through a lot of emotion right yeah. now. We're going to have to throw a live song yeah. over fucking. This will be what to say. What's mm. raw enough to just convey all the things going on in Denzel when he's been pushed this far? This will be what to say. Only one band I know of. I talk of freedom. Only one band I know of who was active in 1995. You talk of the flag. Uh, talk a revolution. They played that when we saw them. They wiped played, the discussion. They went through fucking everything, they man. That, was man. that the was that the best show I've yeah, seen? Probably in the last live fucking in cook. the last year and a half. Yes, it was. Mostly because coronavirus happened, but, but also because live was fucking awesome. Live fucking also cooked, bro. Live was fucking they awesome. fucking cooked, man. Uh, yeah. Kelly Lynch gets a call from uh, Denzel, who's like, I didn't kill these police guards. You got to yeah. fucking tell the cops not to nuke my brain and kill me. Hell I know yeah. that could happen, too. Also, I'm kind of pissed at you because you never told me it was an option that they could nuke my brain and kill fucking me. Fucking cunt. And you were telling me whether or not I should get that chip injected in my brain. She was clean about it. She's like, yeah. She's like, bro, I did know about that. I knew Listen, about that the whole time. I didn't know that you and my daughter were going to bond over the span of a 20-second conversation. Now I, I feel kind of bad about not telling you. I thought you were just a Negro and that maybe I could fuck and abuse my power with. Didn't know you were going to bond with my tiny daughter about baseball. I never imagined you being an actual free person uh so she calls bill forsyth and is like look bill forsyth i know you're on the level man you gotta help our boy out here they're gonna try to nuke his brain he didn't kill any of these people he's fucking innocent right bill forsyth's like hold my fucking mustache i got some work to do what kind of work? Well, it's a pretty cool scene because they're about to nuke his brain from like a lab and he shows up and he fucking just Because, yeah, like, Fickner realized. Yeah. He's like, we could just nuke this Fickner, guy's brain. Nurse, Ra- Nurse Ratchet, they're about to nuke the brain. 
Forsyth shows up. He shoots up all their computers. Yeah. He picks up a fucking office chair and throws it through their monitor yeah. and says, anybody need a chair? And they're all like, oh, <laughs> anybody need a chair? Supposed to be the police chief. Fucking was Fickner is really just like being a douchebag asshole in this scene. Not enough Fickner in this movie. Like, yeah. he should have really been douchebagging it up. Him and Nurse Ratchet. They're like, yeah. Clearly their characters are both set up to be like smug assholes, but they don't really do anything. Fickner's a great douchebag. Yeah, his face just looks so fucking scummy. This is like 95. This has got to be like... He's douche. This is like when he starts like really hitting the mm-hmm. scene, right? So yeah, like people yeah. didn't realize like, ooh, you Small put that guy in a movie in He's and deliver. you make him a douche. Yeah. So now we don't have to worry about uh, his brain getting microwaved, which... Yeah was a thing that was established 20 seconds before it was then taken off the table. So they really milked that one for all the tension it was worth. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go back to Daryl, because we haven't heard from him in a while. I was going to say. He's just hanging out in sleazy hotel rooms, watching the news, apparently. My note here says, Linderman shows up yeah. again. I don't know. Yeah, didn't, did, didn't. That's all I got. Had forgotten he existed. Still, uh. I just got that. And still then, don't know why he's setting this know. into motion. Like, if he's still going to be a character at this point in the movie, it seems like we would have heard some sort of motivation out of him at hey, some Nate, point. <laughs> this scene right here ought to clear it up. Oh, Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, uh, he's, he's, it, what's, no, what's the deal with this no, dork? Is he like an incel or something? Nothing. He taught the sex bot program to play chess. Like, that's a real cuck thing to do. This is just that he's a weird internet virgin and he was radicalized. Uh-huh. By Sid uh, six point seven, yeah, like was. internet I mean, virgins are radicalized by QAnon right now. Uh-huh. Is this is predicting QAnon? Maybe is a lot oh, of things I'm writing didn't down even right think here. Of that yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Sid six point seven takes over the news, so Ooh. he's just been hanging. Daryl's been hanging around in hotel rooms watching the news in like a fucking wife eater. I was trying to figure this Sid out. Six point seven's on the news. Is this a news? We're gonna this rekindle like a, the relationship. Was this a presidential debate? What was it? Uh, it's just a room with blue screen behind it. So. But there's like a. An old white man and a Native American. Oh, yeah. So they were interviewing, like, a Native protester who was about to talk about, like, what him and his protesters were protesting against. I don't know. Some sort of new are they the ones that pipeline that? going in were or something. Were they the ones that lit that oil tanker on fire? Could have been. Maybe there's some background deleted scene things about, like... Uh, I need to know. Native <laughs> fucking protesters blowing up oil rigs and shit that we only get little bits and pieces of that... You know, should have been excised completely because it only makes this movie make less sense when you don't explain it. But Sid join us in. next week when Nate and I yeah. discuss Steven Seagal, <laughs> DMX, fire down below. But yeah, Sid just shows up during this interview, shoots the native guy in the head, and then takes over. And he's like, uh, hey, check it out. I got all sorts of stuff going on. I'm going to do a classic picture in picture, like little box thing here to reveal. I got Kelly Lynch's little daughter kidnapped somewhere. Uh, Daryl's like, I got to get down to the fucking broadcast where this is happening. So him and Kelly Lynch come across each other because she's like, oh, no, my daughter. Oh, look, there's that scumbag Daryl who created Sid 6.7. Right. He seems to be loving seeing my kidnapped daughter. Yeah. I'm going to go confront him. I'm going to give him a hand all these job. People. And this is, there's just, every, this is like fucking third act of airheads at this point. Yeah. Everybody knows what's going on. Right. Everybody's crowded around this building. There's a whole a 20 people public, yeah. at least. Yeah. It's a big public thing. She shows up. It's like, Daryl, be straight with me, man. Where's my daughter? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, okay. I don't know why I thought that you did know because... 
at no point has it been established that like we right. know that you're the guy who broke Sid out right. or that you have anything to do with this or that you're evil at all. Or that but, he's uh, checking in with you. Maybe also that's another not. deleted scene. I don't know. Anyways, right. I'm going to pistol whip you. Yeah. Which she does. That's fine. Gets Den- Linderman Denzel's, out of the way. Denzel's got to get shit done because right. we've established when uh, Sid 6.7 takes people hostage in a very public way. Yeah. The only person who knows how to handle it is Denzel Washington. Correct. And how he handles handles it is just by shows up with a full clip and just showing up where he it. is and just yeah, shooting yeah. at him. Yeah. Just shooting at him. Yeah. Which he uh fucking what he 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 does cut like the feed to the the broadcast, which makes Sid go crazy. Oh yeah, Crow's got uh Sid's got old Ed up on screen and mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to kill Ed. And like, people are like, yes. Cause they're tracking the online viewers. And they were right about that. They were right about that. Oh, 100%. online tracks. You got to have those online tracks. Got to know that shit. There, there is a lot of future things. This movie does right. We got to give it a little credit there. So, but he's like, I'm going to kill Ed. And he's like, here goes. Ed's about to die. Wait, why did the radiance go down? Uh-oh. Oh shit. Somebody fucked up my feed. The elevator door opens one more time. One more time. Denzel walks out. Uh, he shoots Sid a bunch. Sid responds with a Bat Rock the Leaper fucking comic. One more time. Only this time he doesn't like go across the room into the elevator. Nah. This time he goes straight up into the ceiling tiles. Yeah. Yep. Which looks fucking hilarious. Yep. Oh god. Straight up. It looks so bad. And he and he I seemed like it. he shot up like a million times oh, worse here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the cops show up in a chopper as Denzel's trying to like chase Nate, Sid Nate. up to the top of the building. Nate, uh-huh. they're in a helo. They're in their helo. They're just shooting machine guns at Denzel because they're like, he's the most wanted man in the world. He uh, killed a cop. Oh, yeah, I forgot. The cops are shooting at Denzel here. Even yeah. though the police chief showed up and fucking said he didn't and broke the entire thing. We're... So I guess we're going to have to have the police chief show up again yeah. and be like, hey, guys, everybody up there shooting at Denzel, don't do it. Because like I said, back in the fucking lab where yeah. I stopped all this shit from happening, he's an innocent man, so so quit doing it. I could just fire you right now for not following protocol yeah, here. Yeah. So, so they stop shooting at him. It's like, oh, thank God. That Chain was of command only another here, huh? momentary. Distra- that's just one more threat that's introduced Is- and then... Taken away 20 seconds later. Yeah. Is the top of this building here? milking all the tension here. Is this the same building in the opening scene of uh, fucking uh, Speed? Last, uh, I was thinking Last Action Hero-y type thing. Oh, no, I get what you're saying, but uh, it's open, exposed, and there's uh, the fucking yeah, there uh, are a lot of just window like washing docks. Yeah. type things going yeah. on. Yeah, it's, it's very similar to the, the opening of Speed. Yeah. I was just curious. But yeah, once the the cops are done shooting at Denzel, uh, him and Sid 6.7 can just fight on the roof. Like, right. And then I was like, oh, sweet. The big, like, fucking climax of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, pause to go. It's got to be. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. 25 minutes left. <laughs> I'm sorry? They're fighting on top of the roof. What else could happen? Where do you I'm go from here? Right now. Where are you what going else from could here? Happen? Sid's spitting blue goop everywhere. Yep. Like he's doing yep. a bunch of Nancy Little Bat Rock the Leaper leaps. Yep. All from like, I don't know, like railing to railing. There's a lot of weird parkour going on here. Yeah. Finally, Denzel's sick of chasing him around and leaping around. So he's like, you know what? I know how I'm going to fucking handle this. I'm just going to end a diehard him. Like, right. That's the only thing that can, yeah. that can settle this. I found this loose bit of rope. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tie it around his ass. I'm going to jump off the building with that's him. Right. Just hold on to him. I'm just mm-hmm. going to hold on to him and then swing into the open floor That's with right. all the glass. We'll crash through that glass, 
because he hates glass, we've established. His big weakness is glass. Right. He <laughs> said he's always hated Mr. Uh-huh. Glass. That's right. So they crash through the glass, and then I think there's like a big glass sculpture or something, and then like Sid yeah, comically something in the middle. crashes through that as well. Yeah. Denzel makes out very, very well, because even though fucking Sid's the one who has like the cable wrapped around his neck, somehow he goes further once they swing across the yeah. building. And into, physics are a little bit wonky here, but whatever. It what you need to know and throws them. is that, yeah, Sid crashes through glass and then smashes through more glass. He's all tore up. There's glass through him. And you're glass like, glass everywhere. Wow. That's got to be the big climax because we've established through this whole movie. Glass is his weakness. If you touch him with glass, that's the one thing that kills him. Oh, thank God. Nate. Oh, wait, wait, what? No. Oh, no, that's not the thing. No. No, there's glass everywhere. But so, this is what gives him his health. So after wondering why Denzel's acting like he's going to be finished here and not just like, oh, no, he's in a big pile of glass. I'm I should get him out of this it. This is going to be awesome because now he's going to absorb all this glass and turn into like Super Shredder or something. Right. He's probably going to like turn into fat, like modern day Russell Crowe, who's like twice as big and twice as strong. Like That's going to be cool. But then that doesn't happen either. And I'm like, yeah. what's this scene trying to establish? I was virtuosity? just going to say, cause, and, and they got us both, because I'm sure you did like I did. When you're watching one of these like 90s, 80s, whatever mm-hmm. action yeah. movies, you got to have a little bit of that suspension of disbelief, like when you're watching wrestling. Oh, sure. And as long as they don't ask too much of you. This was you're one of going those along scenes for the ride. Where I was like, well, they'll explain it to me. They'll explain it to me. And I kept saying that. Yeah. And I kept saying that. Nope. Nate, they never fucking explain no, it. No, he's he does at least start like Try to slowly regenerate. regenerating yeah. himself. Like, and it seems like it's hard. And it's like, no, there's glass everywhere. You got to draw your it own conclusions. It should be happening instantly. But Denzel casually walks over. RoboCop twos him, just rips the brain out of yeah. the body, and is like, "Well, now you fucking dead, Sid." Six point seven. Did you notice which hand he used to rip it out? Uh, was it the normal hand or the robot hand? The robot okay. hand. <laughs> He uses the robot hand, which once again is just a normal hand. <laughs> it's just his his Denzel's real arm. No, no, no. This it's like, movie. it's complete throughout like this, this exposed movie. exoskeleton here, right? Uh, nope, nope. He's wearing a sweater, so you oh. can't see his arm at all. The hand's still fine. It's just a black guy's hand coming out I of guess a maybe, baggy sweater. I guess maybe it's theoretically possible that he does have maybe a cut or two in his robot hand. Under this sweater, where we're not seeing it okay, though, at this right. point, okay, all could right. be a thing. I'll allow that. Maybe yeah, I don't know. There's no way for us to know or not know, Matt. It's a good possibility, yeah, though. Good possibility. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kelly Lynch shows up with Daryl because apparently she just like I don't know. Fire Kelly him. Lynch is that who the actress is? Well, yeah, I thought that was her name. I've been getting it wrong this whole time. I think she's from some. Uh, go ahead. So I guess she just knocked him out, pistol whipped him, and then fireman carried him like all the way up to the top of this. Uh, what would you do? <laughs> this fucking skyscraper or whatever. So uh, it is her name, yeah, huh? Yeah, I've been saying it the whole time. Uh, okay, yeah. Daryl's like, well, you just fucked yourself, man. Yeah. The only way to know, like, uh, where your daughter is was to ask Sid six point seven, and now you killed him. So, so, idiot. So now she's probably dead or whatever. What are you, stupid. That's what I would. What said. just happened in my fucking DVD skip? Now suddenly we're back up on the roof and Denzel and fucking what? Sid are fighting all over thing. again. I'm like, wait, Russell Crowe saying the same dialogue and shit. They're doing their little yeah. leaps again. Fucking whoa, whoa. He's like, I'm. Gonna... I knew it was happening. I was like, did we gotta you? be in VR now, man. You're nuts. This is man. a cyberpunk You're nuts. movie. How did you They're know, gonna man. fuck with my perception you know, of what's man? real and what's not. Oh We're gonna be shit! In VR right now. They did it. They fucking they loaded Sid back into the old program, oh, man. 
Because he throws Denzel off the roof mm-hmm. of the building. He just turns into like some CGI, like red jelly. And he's like, I'll just lay here for a second. But then he like goops back together like bloop, 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 yep. bloop, And then old Kelly Lynch, the best actress in the film, she's like, That's right. Well, you can't tell me where my daughter is. Mm-hmm. And he's all like, I'm not gonna because I'm a bad guy. And That's he's right. like, but you killed Denzel. And he's like, you got a good point. That's right, yeah. She's right in that tank Turns right out there. we're standing right next to it. She's standing right there. Tank. She's like, literally right there. It's hilarious. There's literally nothing you could do about it now because there's only one man in the world who knows how to handle me. Yeah. And I just threw him off a roof. So who's going to handle this situation now? And then Kelly Lynch is all like, you can't tell, but I'm emoting joy right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Turns out Denzel just was the tell line. him at this point? Oh, Denzel shows back up, yeah. and he says, you're dead. And then Denzel says, and you're back in the box. And you're back in the box. Big reveal. We're back in the little lab where we're floating around yeah. in the carnival ride, and Daryl's there. They got him, like, gunpoint being like, I know you love Sid or whatever, but you're going to help us fuck Sid right now. And Sid's all like, oh, no, I told him where the girl is, and I'm stuck back in the yeah, box. It's fucking yeah, the worst thing that's yeah, ever happened to me. And then old fucking Daryl's like, Hey, man, mm-hmm. like, I'll help you get these folks out of here. And he gets old girl out. Psych. And then he's like, I'm just kidding. I'm going to kill pole, Denzel. He's fucking a fucking hits, inmate. Hits Bill Forsyth in the back of the head with it's it. Bullshit. And then he's like, I'm going to kill Denzel now. Jacks up all the neural receptors again. Uh, the neuro, it was at like 722%. Yeah. You could see because the brain meter. It was like, it was like back, 722%. And the brain's yeah. on fire on the brain uh. meter. At this point, fucking like Sid's going all fucking yeah. Dream Lord Freddy. Where yeah. he's like, I can control. The environment yeah. of VR. Are am I in the box or are you trapped in the box with me? And here I am watching the film, thinking like he's at seven twenty two percent. Right? Uh huh. Yeah, know? I was thinking that too. I was thinking that the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. Denzel starts falling through like a bunch of Hellraiser visuals and stuff. There's like <sighs> flames and like mouths that he's falling through, and you're you like, can't take much. More there's not much more of this. Like I can see yeah. what percent his brain fires. Exactly. Like, right. 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 Luckily, Kelly Lynch fucking recovers, finds a gun. She's a brain computer Shoots doctor. Shoots Daryl in yeah. the heart, and it's like, oh, it sucks that you let her free before you uh, yeah. did this ruse and hit Bill Forsyth over the head with yeah. that pole. You Maybe you should have hit her, too. Yeah, sure, or just left her in there and hit Bill Forsyth, and then put we could have killed both of them inside the fucking box just put or put her bag in the machine, and the machine kills both, and yeah. you walk away scot-free. That's the sort of foresight when you're taking out Forsyth. Kelly Lynch gets Denzel out. Right before he's fallen into like the Hellraiser fucking abyss of just Sid 6.7 flaming mouths. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're still alive. Thank God. We're going to fuck. Uh, no, first we have to go free my little daughter. Oh, she's in that yeah, tank. Yeah, 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 we yeah, figured right. it out. And at this point, I'm just like, so they drag us oh, all why is this movie? the way why back is this there. Movie still going. For a this third is what time. I'm asking myself. <laughs> for a second time in reality, but for a third time altogether. We're back up on the roof and, again. And she's all like, okay, we mm-hmm. made it. There's my daughter. I'm going to get my daughter. Oh, and he's oh, all like, whoa, 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 easy, whoa, easy, whoa, easy. whoa, whoa, whoa. There was a lesson to be learned that first time we tried um, to free a little daughter from a room. I don't know if you saw Virtual Combat or not, mm-hmm. but there's also another movie called Blown Away. Mm-hmm. And we're going to we're gonna rip that movie yeah. off too. Not by getting you two on the soundtrack. We can't afford it. We got Black Grape or whatever. Their mm-hmm. vocalist sort of sounds like Almost Bono, like it. But also because there's a bomb war but here. bombs are we gotta real. We got to figure out some bombs. We got a bomb thing. war. This chick's hooked up to all sorts of like things. Like eight or there's ten bombs trip wire, as far as I can like tell. A Mission Impossible-esque like right. pressure gauge that she's sitting on. So you can't pick her up. You can't move her. You can't do nothing. Sid pops up on a screen. Yeah. Fucking 
a la Mick Jagger is just like, yeah. I thought everything. There's no way you're going to get her out of here. Yeah. And Denzel's like, you know what? What's that, an industrial we fan? established Is that an industrial fan? That I have a robot arm. <laughs> How could you stop an industrial fan, Nate? If, if there's one thing I know about my robot arm yeah. is that it's been established in this movie. So let's do some robot arm Clearly. right here. <laughs> Clearly, if there's anything that can stop an industrial fan, it's a robot arm. Yeah, he smashes his he robot arm into there. There's, he fists it's, it's that It's sort band. of like uh, tore up a little bit, but then Sid's like, you can't, you can't handle it. Like, I got this thing there's going so, on. There's all this these thing. traps. There's a countdown. Whatever the countdown's you thought about, I thought about it. faster and faster. I'm like, smarter than you. There's no way you could defuse yeah. any of these bombs. And Kelly yeah. Lynch is like, oh, my God. And Denzel's like, oh, man, this is getting oh, intense. Shit. Wait a second. Oh, I've what? got a plan. Let's see if this works. Let's see if I got a glow stick. I'll reach into my robot arm, pull What's out a little glow stick. So you got a glow stick in there? Oh, snap. Walk over to the little, like, circuit board thing that Sid set up. Yeah. And then stick the little random glow stick wire that was in my arm in yeah. this hole right here. It's got to work. Maybe. If I know anything about robots. Maybe. It's got to work. Oh, you planned for every eventuality, Sid? Oh, shit. Oh, you God. Didn't I'm so plan nervous. plan that I had a robot arm I'm that so I could nervous. pull a little thing out of and then I'm stick it in a so hole. I'm so nervous. All the bombs are diffused. <laughs> what? It worked? Yeah, it worked, Oh, man. God. Kaylee damn. Cuoco's fucking... She's going to oh, be free. Oh, man. God. Oh. Terrifying. <laughs> Dude, there was another like ten minutes after the movie peaked. There, where huh, we we had to sit through some stuff, but now fucking it's it's finally over, wow. and we got to the end. And wow. I didn't pick out the scene where uh, Russell Crowe's band played. Do you remember when it happened? It's when Russell Crowe shows up at the doctor's house right after she leaves, and he mm. kidna- kidnaps Haley Cuoco. Oh, so I wonder if he wrote a special Haley song Cuoco. about uh, kidnapping little girls. Oh, I'm gonna steal your little daughter. Ah. So that's it for our bullet points. Let's take a little break here. Let's, Wait, hold let's on. You're not talking about the cool, like, metal oh, guitar that plays over the credits here, oh, and then it just cuts right out. Into a Peter into Gabriel Into Peter song. Gabriel, yeah. and he's all like, pa, pa, party man. Yeah. Party man takes us out. That's pa, right. pa, party man. Party man's taking us into the break. Cool uh, song. We get another one half of a once popular band on the soundtrack. Party man. After this... Virtuosity is going to enter Judgment Day. So then, up upon this What are you doing? Making a long-distance phone call. Beijing, the hotel. The year is 2021. Reloading or not? 
the world is wired. Your storage capacity? I can carry nearly 80 gigs of data in my head. Information is power. And secrets are a thing of the past. Unless you hire a courier like Johnny Mnemonic. Hit me. Fiddle that in your head anyway. I had to dump a chunk of long-term memory. You had to dump a chunk of what? My childhood. For Johnny, inputting the data was easy. Let's just start with what you got in there and what it's worth to the world. The hard part is making the delivery. Double cheese anchovies? You are not the menu. Charlie! They were waiting for me, Ralphie. Johnny. Oh, I'm losing it. The information you carry, you must protect it with your life. Keanu Reeves. Can't shoot me. Not in the head. Johnny Mnemonic. The first martial art to sweep the modern world was Jiu-Jitsu, closely followed by the discipline of Karate. Then we were taught to combine the spiritual with the physical by the masters of Kung Fu. And now, the Canon Group is proud to introduce the practitioner of the oldest and ultimate martial art, the Ninja. Enter the Ninja. Can I be honest with you? Sure. It's not a thing we do on this show a lot. Uh... I got no idea what to rate this. Uh, virtuosity? You're yeah. still... I'm still, still, I'm still on the fence. Do you have like a couple people's opinions? Like Ye- maybe you got a good instinct. We've spent way too long speaking about the useless ins and outs of what's actually a really simple movie here. So let's but not long jump enough. right into Judgment Day here. And, Look, uh, we got robbed when we lost virtual combat, so mm, deal with it. That's right. Uh <laughs> Judgment Day is when we go out to the internet and we see what you, the people, had to say about the film that we watched. I get two one-bullet reviews, two five-bullet reviews. We read them. We think about them. And then, especially this week, Matt's going to let them sway him one way or another so we can figure out what bullet rating he's going to give this movie. Joke's on you. We don't think about the people. First uh, one-bullet review here is a one-bullet review from an Amazon user who I chose because I liked his, his username. That's life. Amazon user, that's life. I was already to piss all over this guy, mm, but go ahead. That's pretty good. You kind of won me over. This movie basically fails in every way in which it is possible to fail. That's life! The only thing of slightest interest is that the Russell Crowe character loosely reminds me of Max Headroom. That's what all the people say. Otherwise, this is a complete waste of time. Flying high in April. The plot is non-existent, as such as it is. 
not in the least realistic. Shot down in me. Thank Nothing you. of interest happened. Appreciate you. The lead character is ambiguous and disposable. Disposable. The nightclub scene, which is supposed to be one of the big rushes, kind of says it all. Nightclub scenes are usually easy money for actors and directors with the opportunity to gratuitously show all sorts of weird and captivating lookers. All, are they? But the, we don't get any at all. They usually the feel DJ forced. chick in black, who is supposed to be goddess-like, barely catches your attention. Some people think Crow's over-the-top character is cool. Trying a new career, bro. I don't think so. And any child could do that. Crow overplays his role. Washington underplays his role. And everyone else is an also-ran. Bad mix. It is a bad script, horrible, dire- horrible direction, and competent acting. Not worth the time. One bullet from Amazon user. That's life! Can I just go ahead and say that's one of the mm-hmm. most, like, actual, like, legit, yeah, thoroughly written legit. reviews we've ever had on this. He lays a lot of, a lot of it all out, but uh, some people like to get weird with it. That's what I'm looking for. Thank uh, you. I got a one-bullet review here from a letterboxed user named Andrew Van Buren. That's life! He's using his real name there, straight up. Oh, Andrew okay. Van Buren here. He's got a lot to say about virtuosity. See, uh, see one of the Van Buren boys? Back in the mid-90s, there was a radio station in Adelaide that used to have a fleet of black cars called Black Thunder, from memory. They used to drive around the city and park in weird places. You'd work out where they were by listening, and if you found them, you would get a bunch of free stuff. What town is this? Fresh from finishing my year 12 exams. Year Year 12? 12? I was driving home through my suburb when I saw one of them parked. I pulled over and put on the radio to wait for the announcement. I'd be too embarrassed to bother to do it for free stuff if he was actually just parked there to eat lunch or something. I know this is car. I heard the announcement on the radio and drove the short distance to the Black Thunder. I got some free cans of Coke and passes to see the early screening of this wicked-looking sci-fi movie. I called my best buddy and told him to put on a pair of pants and drive to my place because we're going to the advanced screening of the new Denzel Washington movie, boy. He was excited as me. Was it Coke? Coke 2? Coke next? We got to the cinema and unexpectedly enter a world of confusion. What? Were we expected to go to the box office and exchange the passes we had for two normal tickets? Wow. Or did we hand over the passes we had at the cinema door? At the door, bro. Would they let us in if we did that? And could I keep the pass? It had the movie poster on it. And it was cool. cool, And I wanted to keep it if possible. Keep it, bro. My buddy suggested we go to the box office and ask... Which was a solid suggestion. Oh, do you have actual tickets? It was likely to give us the information oh. we needed. We speak to the box office do staff. You have tickets? It turns out there was nothing to worry about. Oh, you just hand you. the pass to the person at the door of the cinema. Oh my god. The gosh. pass was our ticket. I was so scared. That was good to know. We now understood what was expected of us. Oh, we purchased phew. drinks and snacks at the candy store in get? the lobby and make our way to the cinema door. Hope they got I hand over caps. the ticket to the woman at the cinema door as instructed. She was fat. And ask if it would be okay if I kept the ticket. The woman seemed surprised, but said that would That's be fine. Weird, you fucking and loser, I got to keep it, okay. which was awesome. It's a ninety-five. No one wants this. We shit. found seats that we were both happy with, sat That's down, good. and watched the movie. That's good. There we were, a couple of know-nothing teens fresh from high school, giving each other tuggies, like two kings, watching an advanced screening of a Denzel <clears throat> Washington movie <clears throat> weeks before it was out in the cinema. We saw it. We saw it early. We saw it before anyone we knew saw it. 
and it sucked, and we hated it. Excuse me. I hadn't seen I hadn't seen it since that experience. It turns out it still sucks. But I'll always remember that day for the sweet ride it was. The past was on the pinboard in my bedroom and eventually study when I moved out of home for years. But I have no idea what happened to this guy's it. Guy's a dick. Which is a tragedy. He's a tragedy. One bullet from letterboxd user. Andrew Van Buren. Can I tell you a story real quick? Okay. Um, yes. Is it going to be as long as his? A little bit. I saw a movie called Rookie of the Year. Oh, wow. In advance. Not exactly a lightweight there. In advance. Box office heavyweight. It was described to me that we were going to see a movie in advance. Did you have passes? Or did, were you we just going to turn them in? Or? And I was like... Did they so, give you like at normal tickets? I was like, what are we, we gave them the I was passes, like, are we just seeing or? part of this movie or yeah, what? Dude. And then they showed me the whole fucking movie like a month before everybody else oh, saw it. Yeah. And I was like, this is badass. Yeah, it this didn't is, suck. This was I the greatest movie it. ever. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy I saw it early. What a penis that guy was. End of story, man. End of story. End of fucking story. I gave his review one star. Next Okay, next review. See what you give this next review, which is a five bullet review. I agreed with the first. And uh, one, every yeah. once in a while, I like to dig around and try to find a horny review. Mm. I got a five oh, bullet yeah. horny review here. Hell from yeah. an Amazon user named I know Shelby Pilot. Shelby loves Sheila. That's what I call this guy. I guess I miss this in '95 to being in school, but alas, whether you saw it then Dick school. or now for the first time, it's still a great flick. Filled with action, stunts, and a pretty good storyline. Denzel Washington as Parker Barnes is a great character. Sure. I have to say that Russell Crowe does steal the show from Washington and proves his acting ability to the American public. Finally. Crowe made a plain purple suit on one guy look super fly on him. Totally. The scene that has turned into a trailer with staying alive as the background music is just classic. And seeing Sid that way makes me want to tear Crow's suit off. Buddy, I it's feel you. It's just so juicy. Right? So, ladies, if you're a Crow fan and haven't seen this, order your own copy, as you'll be sure to have it be a favorite in your library for years to come. Sid is just so delicious. So Enjoy. Delicious. What was the reviewer's name? Shelby Pilot. Oh, Shelby's got to be a lady. Oh, hell yeah. A horned up fucking middle-aged woman from the sound of it. Wide on for Russell Crowe. I got one more five-bullet review here. Somebody who loved this movie. Five-bullet review. His hips are going to get blown out if he's giving it to you, honey, <laughs> these days. IMDB user My God, Ariana big. Grande 90832. Awesome film. Are you, are you fucking with me? It's full of intellectualism. Russell Crowe and Denzel Washington have roles which cast a deep thought in all critics' inner eyes and can be demonstrative of greater psychological and legal needs. Hmm. Kaylee Cuoco's role is thought by few to be an early career path choice. What a brilliant playing of this story by this actor. Hmm. Five bullets from IMDb user Ariana Grande, 90832. What do you think about that one, Matt? What's your bullet review of that review? Do you think <laughs> it's reviews on reviews? Do you think it's really Ari- Ariana Grande? Oh no, I just think it's somebody who's weirdly obsessed with young women who are in the oh. public spotlight. Is that that's the impression? Yeah, I fucking weirdos! I hate the, I, I hate those people. Yeah. Fucking weirdos! You fucking losers, Matt. Now that Nate. you've heard both sides Nate. of the story, you got to have some sort of opinion, Nate. I call this movie. 
Mm -hmm. A tale of two 50-minute films. Oh, oh, interesting. Interesting. The first 50 minutes, Mm -hmm. they make no sense. Yeah. But my God, are they enjoyable. Mm. And how do they culminate those first 50 minutes? Around the time of the UFC fight? I don't know. I don't know. It's all Uh, a blur to me. It's all a blur to me. It's right at Live's White Discussion. That's how you do it, yeah. I talk freedom. You're going to throw a live song in your movie. That's when the, the movie's peaking, probably. The first half fucking rips. The story's stupid. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Oh, so stupid. It's future cops chasing future bad oh, guys. So and so you get a pass. It's like, it doesn't have to be good. Who gives no, a shit? Yeah. You can just commit to, like, ah, oh, we don't really get time travel. It's Sid 6.7. He's going to be a screen yeah. legend. Iconic character of the 90s. And then in the last 50 minutes, they're like, we're going to try to explain this movie oh, to you. Oh, no. And it's like, no, 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 oh, no, 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 Make it like, make it like Free Jack. Just be like, mm-hmm. no, yeah. this movie exists because mm-hmm. we said so. Mm-hmm. I loved this shit as a kid. Like, I watched the shit out of it. Like, when it came out in 95, I would have been fucking 13 or so. And I was like, that's a pretty yeah. cool fucking mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Bro, that's good shit. I watched it now. And again, first 50 minutes, I was like, yeah, you might have mm-hmm. been right, dude. Yeah. You might have been right. And then that second 50 minutes, I'm old enough now to realize... Oh, young Matt. You were spinning your wheels and didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Young Matt, you you should figure out how boring this movie gets. Yeah, but there's enough things about it I like. Russell Crowe's awesome. Denzel's just... I don't know. He's Denzel and everything. Mm. I'm not Mm. a fan of Denzel, Mm. but I don't hate Denzel either. And so he just got to go full Denzel. He's one of those guys where he's going broad. He's entertaining. I would have appreciated if he'd done full. Yeah, he he could be anyone else up there playing a straight laced guy. But it's fun watching young Russell Crowe. And there's enough things I don't hate to where it's a watchable two bullets. Mm, Two bullets there. It's not great, but like, okay, you can watch higher. It it sounded like you were going to go higher to me. No, that last 50 minutes. Yeah. It's real, real drag. Yeah. Spoiler alert: We uh both agreed last week that uh Virtual Combat was a yeah. one and a half bullet movie, but a good one and a half. Good one and a half. Right. That, though, you're you're transitioning right into my point. That was a movie that had probably a fraction of the budget of this one. Right. It had no studio support. None. It had guys from WMAC Masters and Don the Dragon Will. Heroes. Not A list actors. Heroes. This movie had a bigger budget, bigger name actors. Telling a very, very similar story. It had a lot more things going for it, but it didn't manage to be any more entertaining than Virtual Combat. Yeah, it had, it had, it should have been so much better with everything it had going for it. If if we're judging it on the level of what it was and what it was shooting for, I do not like Russell Crowe. I think he's bad and boring in this, even though he's trying to be loud and crazy. Uh, I think Denzel just wanted to play a convict because when he's knifing people in the prison yard or shuffling in his fucking shackles, he's, he he's looking Denzel. alive. And then every other second of this movie, he looks like he's in a coma. Uh, long stretches of this are are fucking boring to me. Just just boring. I'm yeah. waiting. Move, move it along. So You're not wrong. I didn't like it. It is a little bit more nuts and bolts competent than Virtual Combat. Not as much as it should have been with all its resources. So I'm only giving it a half bullet above that. I'm right at two with you as well. Yeah. Which is sort of weird. It's, it seems like you liked it more, but we're at the same bullet rating. That happens sometimes. It happens sometimes. I also know how much I like Virtual Combat, which yeah. is the predecessor to this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So you got a little bit of a taste of what we thought about virtual combat, even when we're talking about virtuosity here. It's not all it's not all bad. Nate, mm-hmm. if you wanted to do this show for another week. Uh, oh, OK. And if you wanted to maybe watch another movie. That's right. It's Christmas, though. Like we got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, it's the Christmas yeah. crunch is happening. Measure I don't that. know if we're going to have any time to get together and record a fucking dumb action movie podcast surely we've got more important things to do oh no wait it's coronavirus time we got nothing more oh, important to do. Yeah. we gotta have cap off of very cyberpunk christmas you got to if it's actual christmas week you gotta get papa noel in your movie you gotta get dolph lundgren's cyber preacher fucking showing up we gotta we gotta cap this all thing off right with johnny mnemonic i think don't we Woo. don't we that sounds Sounds like a plan to me. You guys got to remember, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Come to Jesus. <laughs> Come to baby oil and blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own. And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart. Use a friend